hit that, hit that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, don't say nothing. <laughs> It's but recording. We're recording. We no, out no, here. We I'll out t- here. I'll tell you after. <laughs> I'll tell you after. I'll be here chismeando. Man. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I mean, creative Creative is subjective. I'm recording. That's fine. All right. Creative is subjective. No, you're right. You're right. But when there's just certain things that people, certain creatives do certain creative things that you can just tell that they're just more of a creative than other people, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I, just, I study. I study shit. So when I see when I see someone that's really killing some art or yeah. really doing something original, yeah, I, it, it hits different than when you're trying to just manifest something that that's already that's already existed. I get you. Okay. So yeah, you know, read between the lines. I guess. <laughs> I fucking can't. Yo. Fucking Chris. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to Yo. the show, guys. Conspiracy in the house. We coming to an end. This is episode 96. Yep. Uh, we do have a guest for you guys today, but just hold on, relax, just settle in, just vibe out with us. Um, um, I hope everyone's having great holiday seasons. Um Yeesh, the holiday seasons, man. Yeah, so we just had a uh, hold on, when is this dropping? <clears throat> uh, yeah, so how yeah, Chris by now by the time this drops, Christmas has already passed. Yeah. And um yeah, New Year's is coming up. New Year's is this Friday. I love New Year's. What are you about to do with I your plans? <laughs> do you? I don't know, but it involves Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pause. That's a pause if you don't get it, but it definitely involves some Donnie and some Julio. Pause. I'm looking dead. That sounds so wrong. It involves some Donnie and some Julio. That's exactly what it involves. Some 1942. Hey, you already know the vibes. Some blanco, some repasado. That's the only way to do it. You feel me? Yeah, facts. You only drink tequila? I only drink tequila, yeah. Is that because we're Mexican? I, I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> shit, maybe. I'm from Jalisco, so it's like, I just, you know, I, I, I just can't drink any other, like, for a bit, I'm not even going to lie, when I was, like, on my, like, chaca shit with my homegirls and we'd go, like, to listen to Hello Banda and stuff. Uh-huh. Um... I was like, what were we drinking? Bucanas or uh-huh. cannons, whatever you want to call it. But we were drinking Bucanas for like a cold minute. I can't. I can't. I can't no more. <laughs> Bucanas, yeah. I did that for a minute too. And no, cranberry juice? I was really in the... Um, I was really into Hennessy. Mm. I did that. At one point, that was mm. all I would drink. Just brown. Whether it be Hennessy, Douce, uh, Remy... Um, Cavassier, it was only brown. Okay. And now I cannot even look, like, I look at this bottle right here. Oh. And I hadn't, I hadn't even drank it. My, they, my coworker brought this to turn up and shit. Thought, thinking I was still on the Hennessy. Just like day one. Just like Marisol, you know? <laughs> day one pulled up with the yeah, Henny. Yeah, they pulled up with the Henny. I was like, oh shit, this is a little different. I said, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, bro, we haven't kicked it for a minute because I'm not on the Henny anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh shit. That's burnt. That's some memories right there. But I've had all my craziest drunk moments have really been off Hennessy. That's why. Okay, for sure. And that's why I, I just look at it with a different eye now. I just I get the shivers just looking at that uh, shit. It scares shit. me. Nah, I know. The blackouts, the throw-ups. Oh my gosh. And uh, and Donnie's never done me wrong. I mean, I agree. I mean, I've had some like times where I was hella fucked up off some tequila too, but Yeah. I don't I, I just wouldn't drink anything else, honestly. Like the other day I went to like a my tia's like 50th wedding anniversary uh-huh. and they ran out of tequila and so they were doing like vodka shots and I was like what the fuck dude Ooh. I know I said Ugh. vodka shots is different 
that's like a whole nother vibe. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did take the shots, but that's because I was with my primas and I was like, damn, you know, like it was the the vibe. Right. Know? Yeah. No, no, yeah. I was like, fuck it. But like, I would never drink vodka, like unless it's a martini. That's <laughs> a martini. about it. <laughs> I don't do. Yeah, I don't do. Um... Uh, sweet tart martinis from Yard House. <laughs> You guys should try them. They're fire. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's like this like blue little fancy little drink, but it's fire. It's fire. I'm, so I'm excited for New Year's. Yeah, that's my favorite holiday besides my birthday. <laughs> for real, honest. huh? <laughs> I don't know why. Like I, I tell Dennis, is like, I don't know why. I like, I like the turn up. Yeah, dude. Who the, I mean, a lot of people don't like the turn up, but like, yeah, I feel you. I oh. like the turn up, but I don't like excessive turning up either. I can't turn up five, four or five days out of the week. Fuck no. I my like me turning up is once every two months maybe once you know once a month. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that one day out of the month where I just like I get you know sloppy, not even sloppy, but just a good drunk, you know. But to do it every day, there's some people that get yeah. off of work and get like a beer, get this, get that. I that has never liquor has never or liquor and alcohol has never been. I've never been like drawn to it like that. Nah, me neither. I don't need a beer. Or a, I never like michelada. That's just all gross to me. What? Yeah, like I just thought of tomato juice and and beer is gross. Oh, damn, dude, that's my shit. I'm not even gonna lie. I could even well because I grew up like my dad drinking clamato, like just like clamato on its own. Wow. So I know <laughs> my dad used to drink that shit on its own. So then like I kind of like as a little kid, I was like, damn, clamato's kind of bomb. And then like now that I'm older, I'm like obsessed with micheladas. Like hella. Wow. I love them. I love them. Never been a fan, but there's a, there's a, there's a few things. That's a good, that's a good segue because there's a few things. There's a few things that that I'm not really. Uh, I know I'm Mexican, but there's certain things that I just don't like that the culture likes. Like yeah. I'm not a fan of elote. Yeah, you did mention that shit. I was. Shook. I don't like elote. I, was shook. I don't like. Um, what were we just talking about? The. Um, the micheladas. Yeah, I don't like micheladas. I don't like. Um, you like horchata and jamaica? I don't like horchata. I do like jamaica. Jamaica, I jamaica is over everything for sure. For out, for I love agua fresca. Anything I do like milk and stuff like that. Like I mean, I'm not really a fan mm, of for sure. Like a tole and all that. I'm not yeah, really a fan yeah, yeah. of. Champurado can get it. I yeah, fuck with champur. Sure. I fuck with the champurado. <laughs> uh, poche, eh? Some depends. Depends. Poche depends. Uh, what else is big in the culture? Like Lucas. I've never been a Lucas person. Is that a culture? Is that, is that a Mexican thing? I think it's. I think it is. I think it is. Mexicans I love. Think it is. Mexicans love them some salt. I swear, we just lo- lemon and salt. And- Dude, how crazy we were! I was a little ass kid, like eating that shit, like no one's business, like five six packs, like no big deal, like at parties and shit. Like that's not that can, cannot be good, but. Pelones is a Mexican, Mexican Ooh, thing too. I don't fuck with pelones either. What? I know. I I fuck what with about ro- the, the roqueletas. The duva the. What are they called? The chocolate ones. There's like chocolate and, and it's like pink, brown, and white. Like it's like different. Oh, no, no, no. Mazapan? No, no mazapan. not mazapan. Uh, do you fuck with mazapan? Eh. Oh, shit. I like, the, I, like, I, like the, I like the flavor. I like the flavor of it. But <laughs> What did you eat in the piñatas? <laughs> Honestly, it was just the 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 lollipop. <laughs> Well, with the gums in the, the gum in the middle, oh, okay. the like blow okay. pops. Yeah, for sure. I would do that, but, I, but but to be honest, I've never been a candy person either. Oh, okay, yeah. I never liked candy like that. I've always been very like maybe two maybe two candies and I'm cool. Mm-hmm. No, I, that sweetness just is too much for me. I've always been more of a pastry person. I like pastries. I like breads. Dude, oh, I love breads. Mm-hmm. Like conchas. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, 
conchas. What's the other one shit? The um bolillos. Not bolillos, um bonuelos. Mm-hmm. That's just fire. Pan dulce, just all that shit. Los porquitos. All that stuff. Was... Yeah, fire. Let's go get some. <laughs> Shout out to Vigencita. I can still have it. I still eat it. Yeah, that's what's Read up. It. That's what's up. That's oh what's up. Oh, God, man. Today's actually Tuesday. I'm going to go get some love tomorrow. Oh, some marisols. Man, I want some. I've been missing food. that pizza. Hello. Yo, I don't know. Yo, speaking of Jesse's pizza, his pizza's... They hit different now. Did you, did you try his... um? Why can't I think of the flavor right now? But that, that's the hot honey one. Uh-huh. Dude, so fire. Like, I can't even. Honey on pizza, though? Yes. Like, hot honey sauce on, like, so it was, like, sweet, but then he would put, like, some, like, I don't know if he put, jala- I think he put jalapenos in it, like, pineapple, and, like, it was kind of like um, a Hawaiian pizza, but with, like, some sweetness to it, but spicy at the same time. Dude, it was a hit. Like, even for people that would come up and they'd be like, is this super spicy? I'm like, I mean, it's spicy, but, like, that that's honey, like, sweetness, like, overpowers like yeah. it just like hits so hard and you just get so many flavors in your freaking mouth i'm like bruh and then he used to make it in the calzone for me like <laughs> i was in love man like it was just i think that was my favorite for sure but i haven't had it in a bit so but his pizzas hit they hit i, I think i have a weird uh taste palette because mm. i don't like I don't like certain shit like that. Like that, you, you saying all that? Yeah. yeah, it was just too much. I'm <laughs> like, honey much, with the yeah. spice sweet. Like, I just, nah. Like, I, I don't like um fruit in my foods either. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mix my sauce with some pineapple, bro. Like, I mean, that's cool if y'all like that, but to me, it's like, nah. Like, I wouldn't, not, that, not even so just pineapple. Like, I wouldn't put mango on that shit. Yeah. My go-to, like when, and honestly, when I go to tomorrow's. Yeah, when you go tomorrow. Oh, I just, honestly, it's always, it's always I didn't know I can make my own, but now I make my own. So now it's just uh, a meat lovers. Mm. So just give me all the meats, chicken, the 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 beef crumbles, the bacon bits, and the pepperoni slices that he got. And that shit fired, but I don't know what he did to that dough. Because then pizza's coming out fat, and that should be sturdy now. Before, it used to be like, it used to, you know, drop. He's been working hard on his dough, dude. I know he, like, hella researches and like takes his time like yeah. you know like even one day he was like dude my dough came out so good today he's like you should try to make a pizza he's like it's really easy to like kind of like maneuver the dough and i was like all right then so i made a pizza that day you know so like he he really takes his time and like i know that he puts his heart into it you yeah know? which is dope as fuck yeah, yeah man you have to keep making your shit better you can't yeah. you can't be coming out with bomb shit and then the more you get bigger it becomes the worst quality Facts. nah you actually gotta keep getting better so and usually I and the reason I started getting his uh the deep dish one is because I do like that thickness to it. Mm. I like fat pizza. Mm. So I what I don't like about the regular ones is that the only fat part was the crust. Everything okay, else yeah. was like hella thin. Gotcha. But the other day I didn't want to spend too much. So I'm like, I'll just get a regular pizza. So I got the regular ones, but that motherfucker was nice and fluffy the whole way through. I was, I I bit that shit and I'm like, yo, what <laughs> the fuck happened to this pizza? Like, this shit is fire. And then I started thinking, cause I only got pepperoni and sausage, right? So then I started thinking. What if when I put too much shit on it, when you get too much shit on it, it just weighs it down and it makes it more, you know, just yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just pepperonis and a few crumbles makes it. And I don't know. If it, I don't know. Maybe he did some new shit. I don't know. But that shit was hidden. Mm-hmm. And I had I bought two of them for the next day. I took one to lunch. I took one for work. And that shit was hidden cold, too. I'm like, God dude, damn. it hits cold. Like, dude. Yeah. I just, don't, I just don't like how basically each slice is one bite. <laughs> 
like four bites for a pizza. Like, damn, bro. What <laughs> the fuck? We want more, Jesse. We want more. Come on. That's man. why I get the, the deep dish one. Because that shit, yeah. it's four slices. But each slice take at least three bites to finish, you know? So yeah, I, for sure. I'm weird like that. I be like trying to measure shit like that. <laughs> you feel me? Like, You're like it's just one How bite. long does this food last me? Oh, my gosh. I'm that person. Hey. You a foodie. You a foodie. Oh, I'm a food. I just, I literally just said this at work. Uh, yesterday, I was telling someone. <laughs> so I'd be surprised, you know, how some people never tried certain things. Yeah. Like, there's, like, I don't, like, there, this is, um, like, if you're white, right? If you're white, but if you live in Southern California, around all these fucking Mexicans, Hispanic yeah. people, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you've yeah. never had pozole, you never had tamales, you never had, like, shit like that, I'd be, like, thrown off because it's, you live around all of us. Like, how have you not had this shit? Like, you work with Mexicans. Like, someone had had to bring you some pozole at one time. Yeah, Or some sure. tamale or, yeah. you know, but nah. yeah. I'll be out, yo. I don't want to say the person, but I I definitely had this conversation with someone, and I'm like, really, the more I talk to them, I'm realizing like you really just stay in your own little world. You never do anything else, and that's cool. But that must be nah. Well, it's you know, I don't I don't want to get too specific mm-hmm. with details, but she's not lonely. Not like she's not like she lives alone and stuff like that, right? No, yeah. But it's just. How have you not had tortas, yo, burrito? I mean, like, I even told her, I'm like, have you had tacos? And she goes, I've had tacos. And I'm like, well, shit, the way you talk, I don't feel like you've had anything. <laughs> Fuck. Facts. She's like, I'm a, she's like, I'm a steak, I'm a steak and burgers type of person. And I'm like, I feel uh, that. I mean, that. I'm like, I feel that because I like that too. But come on, man. You got to have some birria. You never had birria? Missing out. Oh my god! Missing out. Because then you have the then you have the other white people right there. It's like, oh, I love me some birria. Yeah, that are super Ooh, down and trying Taco every- Tuesday, <laughs> thinking fucking Taco Bell's Taco Tuesday, like thinking that's Mexican food. You feel me? Like, come oh, on. Oh shit! And they don't know what's. Shout out to white people, man. I, I, I fuck with y'all. I fuck with y'all, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all have your own culture, and I and I get it. You know, y'all ain't tapped in the like way we tapped in. You know, I'm yeah. sorry, y'all playing as fuck. No seasoning and nothing like that. Yeah, I just watched a fucking video on, you know, like those white girls that be cooking like some random ass shit. I don't know if you've seen it, but I just saw this post the other day on Instagram. And it was this guy. He was like reacting to her. She literally made like a waffle and she put like Pepto-Bismol in it so that it could look like pink and pretty and shit. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like random shit. Like, I don't know. Like, why people be tripping me out? Like, <laughs> she was like, this is the most beautiful waffle I've ever seen in my whole life. She put, like, sprinkles and all this shit. And he was like, damn, bitch, like, are you serious? Like, I don't know. They be making some weird shit, like, thinking that is good, adding all this random shit. I'm like, uh, <laughs> y'all trippy. I don't know about that. <laughs> I love I love them, though, man. You got to you you gotta have you some, some white friends, some black friends. Some, you got to have facts, you every type of friends, man, facts, like, for facts, real. Facts, facts, to facts. me, it's so fun being... You know, knowing about different cultures, knowing about different people's upbringing, because we all come up differently. So it's, it's at, that's true. And we, I guess, I just like, I like different shit. Mm-hmm. I like how we're not the same. Yeah. Not all the Mexicans are the same. Not all everyone's the same. like. True. I, I guess we generalize. True, true, true. I get it. That's a thing we generalize. We stereotype. I get it. I don't get upset about when someone assumes something about me because I'm a Mexican. I don't. I don't. It don't bug me that much. But I love diversity in people, man. But anyways, Amy, we do have a guest today with us. We do, we do. We do. And what I we got today. Today we got we got we got a homegirl. Her name is Lisa. Okay. Uh I, I don't want to mispronounce her last name, but she's really into like the medicine and homeopathy and all that shit. So I don't know too much about that. Neither so do I, I. I have curiosity and um we're just gonna learn this episode. I'm down. So um 
So, yeah, basically this guest, uh, she started following me because of, I believe it was Remy. Go listen to the episode of Remy. That was an amazing episode. And um, Remy Vega, that was that he'd been on the he'd been on the show twice, but go listen to both of his episodes. And I guess she started following me when he started posting our episodes. And she really looked into it. I mean, she really she started following me. And then I I looked into her page and I saw, yo, she's into all this medicine. She has her own podcast. She's bringing awareness to the just like, you know, uh, more natural ways of cu- uh, curing yourself and not using pharmaceutical medicines and all that shit. So and that's what we need to hear right now. Right, yeah. You know? Especially with the, like, you know, this Omni, the Omarion variant. Omarion variant. This, this shit really, you know, <laughs> touch. Yeah, touch. <laughs> this shit really touching everybody. Just iceboxing, breaking their hearts and shit. So, breaking my heart because borders is closed and I just got my passport. So, I'm kind of hot. Like, yo, man, I'm trying to travel. I want to go to the again, islands. Bro. I know. I know. It's going to start up again. I know, but. Hopefully we get into it with her. She's she's from London, so I want I want to see what's going on over there, how they reacting to it over there. So I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited for this guest. We've been I've been uh we've been in the talks for a minute already, and I've already asked her a while ago that I would love to have her on the show, but the timing just worked out till now. So so everyone get ready, settle in right quick, cause we about to introduce our guest when we get back from our little break, man. Stay tuned. You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Crispiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt, and there's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me. That is I. Thank you so much for tuning in to another session where we continue to break the current matrix. I like to say that this podcast uh, promotes alternative thinking. Yeah. That's that's how I like to say it. I'm not saying we right. I'm not saying this what, we're, what people are talking about is 100% accurate, nothing like that. But just be open to it. Open, Be open to a, a new way of looking at things, a new perspective. It's just alternative thinking, you know? And if something catches your interest, then look more into it and, and indulge and, and, and maybe do something different to change something different in your life. I'm saying something in your life. Maybe going to the doctors all the time isn't really beneficial. Yep. Maybe that's why you haven't got better. I don't know, but if that makes you sleep better at night. Keep, I guess, keep doing that, but not I. You know, I like more natural approaches to life. And the more I grow, the more I go on this journey, I realize everything is contaminated, and they attacking us in every way possible <laughs> through the food, through the schooling, through the TV, mm-hmm. through the air, through the water, through everything you can think of. They're attacking us, and um. If you believe that it's all conspiracy stuff, then that's fine. That's totally fine. But to me, no. <laughs> and I, I look, I look into these things, and I have <laughs> guests. I talk to certain people, and I learn certain things. And yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not with a lot of things nowadays, you know. And because of conspiracy, I've talked to so many different, you know, people that have so much information and knowledge. And this episode's gonna be no different. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be no different. This episode. Um, I'm not too familiar with homop- homopathy, but 
I'm assuming I looked into it a little bit and I'm assuming it's um a holistic approach, like a kind of a holistic healing, you know? Yeah. So I don't know what the difference is. Um, but we're gonna get into it because our guess is that's what she's about. She's about alternative medicine. Uh-huh. And like I tell him right now, you know, the Omarion variant going crazy. It's going with getting whatever. I don't know. I don't know if people are getting sick or not. I don't know. I, I know. don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not there. I don't live with people. I don't know. I, I know that I never had COVID. So I don't know what I'm. I know. I do know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. But I do know what I'm doing. You got to take uh, good measures I mean, to stay healthy and keep Back. your immune system up and drink good water and drink your supplements and eat your supplements and all that stuff, you know? So this is a whole new whole new topic to me. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I'm tapping into her world. So, we, cool. so hopefully, you know, I'm not, hopefully, I know I'm going to learn some stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, we, all, to learn too. we always learn on conspiracy. That's true, dude. <laughs> so I'm excited. So today, Amy, we have, yeah. we have Lisa all the way from London calling. Lisa, I don't want to mispronounce your last name. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's Lisa Strabak. It's originally from Serbia. So it looks, um, Strabak. Yeah, Strabak. Yeah, it's not as strange. Wow. Missing a vowel, but it is. Yeah, Strabak. It's not too hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to mispronounce it. But um, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us here on the show. Um, like I told you earlier, you know, we are coming to an end here. So I do appreciate you uh, just taking the time out and being part of this chapter in my life. Oh, well, I'm, I'm pleased to have made it on because the world needs homeopathy more than ever right now. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad I sneaked in so I can inform your listeners what they're missing out on and get them to know a bit more about it. Okay. So let's get straight to it, Lisa. If, for those that don't know, because I, I looked into it, to, to home, uh, homeopathy, and, it, and it, what I found is that it's basically that the belief that, what is it? The belief that the body can cure itself, right? Yep. Is that what it is? Okay, so when I read that, I kind of interpreted the same thing as like a holistic approach to it. Is would you consider it that or is it a whole different different technique? Definitely. So it's yeah, holistic it treats the individual and there is the underlying assumption and belief that the body can heal itself. Um and when we mm-hmm. get sick or get symptoms, it's where the body's got out of balance. And so you give homeopathic remedies to stimulate self-healing. So it's 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 completely different from conventional medicine. It's very different from naturopathy, which it often gets confused with, because naturopathy is almost like midway between homeopathy and conventional medicine in that it's still giving herbs to treat quite often symptoms or the disease, as where homeopathy is completely treating the individual. It doesn't matter if you don't have a diagnosis. Um, you know, we don't care about that, not diagnosing, we're literally treating the individual and giving remedies to stimulate self-healing. Um, and the remedies come in pills. So they often look like people often think they're getting medicine because the, mm-hmm. the, the form that it's given looks like it's material, but it's really energy. Um, and so that's where, wow. again, you can often think, oh, you know, I'm taking a pill and it's making me better. But it's not. It's just a catalyst to self-healing. And it sounds really woo-woo and just ridiculous. And I used to be a mm-hmm. complete skeptic. You know, I thought, you know, I went to Google and it said it's pseudoscience and quackery and it's placebo effect at best. And I was like, well, that looks like just a load of old rubbish. Um, and it was only when, you know, I was desperate and had no other uh 
nowhere else to go you know for my daughter that I tried it and I was like what is this I have to know more so um I, I completely understand that quite often when people come across it they're like what's that it sounds like ridiculous um but it's right, amazing yeah. and everyone um you said uh, it's it's for it's people use it for self-healing um is there like is there certain things I mean how would I say this is there certain um what type of healing it does it do? What type of healing does someone need? Like, 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 a, like an injury maybe, or a sickness, an illness, or can someone just do it to just better their immune system every day, or or strengthen their their body? I don't like, you know, what? Why? Yeah. When would you recommend it, Lisa? When would you recommend it to someone? That's a really good question. So, in an ideal world, we wouldn't need homeopathy. Everyone would be functioning really well, and we would be at our optimal selves, and then you wouldn't need uh-huh. it. But it's there when the body gets out of balance. So generally, homeopaths will treat people, you know, when they've got an issue or condition, and it can be literally anything. Um, But having said that, if you are perfectly healthy, you could still go see a homeopath to give you a remedy to just boost your overall constitution. But I would argue in this world, I wouldn't, in today's toxic world, I don't think there are many people that don't have some room for improvement. You know, we live in a completely Mm. toxic everything from the the food the water the air so I think there's room for improvement and quite often we're so used to living with chronic issues that we don't even realize Um. you know that we've got stuff wrong with us we just think it's normal just because it's common doesn't make it normal Um, yes yeah so I think you know also I I can share you like my story you know how I what happened, you know, why I looked into it, if, if that, if you want to sort of go there. And I think Please, yes. Okay. So yeah, I, I think sort of hopefully my story will really illustrate to people, you know, how it can be used and what kind of effect it has. So my daughter um, had a lot of health issues, the baby, which, you know, she was born by C-section. She was predominantly formula fed. She had a lot of then, you know, she had her childhood vaccinations and started getting ear infections and reflux and colic and chest infections. And then when I antibiotics, and we were told, I was told by the doctor, you trust the doctor, they're put on a pedestal that it's normal. You know, it's really common. Kids get this. Um, again, just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. Um, and then yeah. when she was nearly three, she had, um, a vaccine that tipped her over the edge into a full-blown sort of autoimmune. It, it was basically a type of autoimmune encephalitis where she had brain inflammation and it was really severe. Um, we went to see wow. loads of um, specialists and all they wanted to do was to put her on prophylactic antibiotics to stop her getting infections. Because it would be when she would get an infection the, the, it would basically the autoimmune response would be that it would attack part of her brain and it would produce really severe and scary side effects and I was like I don't want to put her on antibiotics you know I haven't trusted my gut this is half the problem that's laid this picture for her to get this ill health and this reaction to this vaccine so I started like going down that rabbit hole you know of questioning yeah. what I'd done to that date um looking at alternatives and I saw this um, amazing doctor in the UK um, and she did this seminar, this workshop on child health. And she basically talked about terrain theory, but without using those words. 
And she was talking about toxic overload and the world that we live in and how kids will get to a certain point and we all have our sort of toxic threshold and some people have more, can cope more, they're stronger and some don't have as much and reserve. And once you reach that toxic overload, you're going to manifest symptoms in some way. You know, some children might get asthma, some might get autism, some might get ADHD, you know, some might get really severe illnesses, but that's generally what happens. You know, those, how you express that is individual, but it's generally the toxic overload. And she happened to be a homeopath as well. And she was a doctor at the time. So even like in my skeptical, you know, I used to work in the corporate world and what <laughs> yeah. act. I mean, like that was how far removed I was from this alternative way of thinking. And um, yeah. I went to see her and she did, she said, come and see, you know, come and see me. And she did this homeopathic consultation and it lasted an hour. And she asked me, you know, everything about my daughter, like what, what, what happened in the run-up to her getting ill? You know, what her medical history was, what food she liked, what her dreams were like, you know, everything, her phobias, mm. fears. And I thought, this is a load of rubbish. You know, like, I always thought, this is like a, a glorified personality quiz in some way. <laughs> she, was, she was an amazing doctor, but, uh, you know, I was still really sceptical. And I, and I walked out, right. she gave me some, like, little pills, and I just thought, how... Am I allowed to swear on this? <laughs> it's okay. Yes, to- of course. Okay, I thought, what the fuck is this? You know, she gave me these. <laughs> and I thought, this is like ridiculous. How the hell is this going to sort her out? You know, so yeah. at that point, we'd started like looking at diet intervention and we looked at supplements. And so she'd already started, you know, we'd started making changes, but this was like a step too far. And, you know, I went home and I Googled it and it was like, it's quackery, it's pseudoscience, it's placebo at best. And I was like, this is stupid. You know, I just like shelved them. And then a few weeks later, she had another flare and it was so bad. And we were seeing like a functional medicine doctor at the time. And they actually looked, just try the homeopathy because it's not going to hurt. And so I gave her, like I I didn't even give her a pill. I literally put the pill in some water. And I gave her a sip of water. So my daughter, who was nearly, I think she was four at the time, she didn't even know that she'd have this remedy. And what I witnessed with her eyes was like, I just, it literally like red-pilled me to the point of like, what wow. the hell has just happened? Like, I couldn't believe what I'd seen because I gave her the pill, not the pill, sorry, a sip of water, which she didn't know she'd had. And she started screaming that her ears hurt. Now, when she was younger, she had like over 20 ear infections and not once had she ever had ear pain. She'd always say that, like, just start acting off or her behavior would go bad and I would take her to the doctors and they'd be like, oh, she's got an ear infection. So it was like yeah. her just started reliving what it should have done many, you know, when she was younger with these ear infections. She started screaming her ears and I was like, what the hell have I just given her? Like, what have I done to my child? You know, I'm trying to make her better. And then she, um, she got this rash just appear like all over her. And I was like, oh my God, you know, what have I done? I'm trying to make her better. And I've just given her this stuff and it's just literally created this outpouring. It was literally like everything bad that was in there in her like the illness or the disease just like literally coming out and that was within a few hours of taking the remedy and I was like I've got to learn more I I need to understand you know what's going on why is she having this return of old symptoms 
Why is she having this rash? Why is she, what is it? And I picked up a homeopathy book and suddenly everything made sense. You know, I picked up one of the old school um, books that was written in like the late 1800s. And they were talking about susceptibility and how when you take remedies, you can sometimes get return of old symptoms. It's the body healing itself and like doing what it should have done. Um, that when it eliminates, when you get rashes, it's like the best kind of response because it's everything coming out. And it was like, don't suppress it back in because we need this stuff to come out. And everything just made sense. And I read this book and I was like, oh my God, everything, like literally everything we've been told is wrong. You know, everything, the way we treat any, we get a symptom, like take, you know, a fever, we're told you have a fever of your child. You know, the first thing you do is you give them, um, I think in America, you call it Tylenol and in paracetamol. We suppress it. We suppress it back in. Right. And that's, yeah. and it's actually that fever is doing a job. It's, it's killing the virus or bacteria or whatever it is. It's its way of healing itself. And we stop it. So this, this book that I read, just suddenly I was like, everything I've done, I've done wrong. Everything we've been told is wrong. And this homeopathy works. And yet if you go on the internet, it says it's quackery. And I was like, why the hell doesn't the world know about this? You know, we need to know. Because after, I missed out an important part, Dory, after I gave my daughter that remedy, her health uh-huh. improved significantly. And it was, it was the journey. Just, just one. Just one. I mean, just one. Just one. It needs so she so thing with homeopathy, it can be it's really varied as to how much you react. So quite often it's like peeling back layers. You know, you'll go see a homeopath, mm-hmm. they'll give a remedy, peel back a layer, and then the next, you know, you'll go back again and the next layer will be treating. Now she had significant improvement after that first remedy. Now she did go back and the the, mm-hmm. the road to healing is not always quick. You know, you have to do a lot right. of work. So we saw a homeopath for a couple of years on and off. Um, and each time, and she had a lot of health issues. You know, I was told that she would have this forever, you know, what her issue was, that she would, wow. you know, be severely ill. And and she is now, touch wood, you know, absolutely fine. Her immune system behaves how it should. So for her, it took a, you know, it was a lot of layers to unpeel. But I could see without a doubt that every time she had her remedies, there'd be some gains, you know, sometimes it would be maybe, you know, she wasn't sleeping well, she'd be anxious and her nightmares would go, you know, so it would always be, you know, there'd be improvements, different ones every time. Um, and so basically how, I read that. So, sorry. How old is your daughter now? How old, how old is she or how old is she? Yeah. How old is she? She's 10 now. And she is, um, I mean, she is just so well, she is like, healthier you know I think than her peers I look at her and uh-huh. you know I see she looks vibrant and healthy and her skin mm. color looks good and she looks yeah vibrant as well you know quite often I see now in children they've got that toxic load you know the dark under their eyes they look pale yeah. look like slightly toxic and I think she's gone she's made a completely like full um u-turn um and yeah so after that I so that was in the this was back in 2016 in the summer and, and wow. after I read that book I was like I have to go study I have to literally learn more so 
I, I ended up doing a four-year um, licentiate to study to become a homeopath. And yeah, that was it. So that was what um, five and a half years ago now. But it was literally red red pilling to like a you know it's made me question everything because I was like well what I've been told about this isn't true so what the hell else you know isn't true out there like so you start opening Pandora's box um it's, and you never get it's to like I, I it's like I it's like I say Lisa um a lot of times that's why I'm over conspiracy things a lot too or like just trying to spread truth because people are not going to believe something until it affects them directly and something affected you directly. And that's what caused you to look into something that it gave you the alternative thinking. So now, now you're in the rabbit hole. Now you want to know, okay, well, if this is not true, well, then this might not be true. Then, and it, it creates the cycle or that chain where you go down the hole and you wake up to a lot of things. And it just, it just, yeah, it just, it just, it had to affect you directly for you to actually, you know, look at something differently. And I tell people that all the time. That's why I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't care to convince people no more, you know? Mm. yeah I see you I, I completely hear you and I think that gets the point where like you go down so many rabbit holes I don't know, feel the same and then I'm like I have to stop looking because actually like I hope I kind of know everything that there is to know like you know yeah. how many things are there but I'm like actually we live we still have to live in this reality and I want it to try right. and nice you know to, to as much as it can be so it's like we need to know and shine light on these things but also not get consumed by it as well it's finding that balance right right but i'm pretty sure you've helped out so many people already yeah it's amazing you know i just think i, I i've helped out a lot of um you know things that the people can't conventional medicine can't help with you know a lot of right a lot of um kids with autism you know, some of them are nonverbal and they'll take remedies and, you know, they'll start saying words or they'll start having less anxiety or, you know, this, it can literally help with anything. But my focus that I want to do now is more teaching people how to use it at home, because I think mm. for, for deep chronic issues, you should obviously go see a homeopath. You know, you should never try and work out on your own because it's, it can, it's so deep when you have like chronic issues, like say, you know, like arthritis or autism or all these really long deep conditions, you know, it's taken years probably to get to that point of ill health. So you need to work with a homeopath. But for things like acutes, like colds and coughs and first aid, you know, particularly the world we might be going into, you can get a homeopathy kit and use it at home to help treat yourself. And so I've been doing some workshops on that because I feel that's what people need particularly now with whatever's going on out there. Um, people need to really be able to to be their own doctor to a certain extent. Yes, because so, yes. these doctors are getting paid to just say you got the Rona. So you got to be wary out here, definitely. Um, how is it How is it in your reality, though, Lisa? How is it being in London? You know, I know it's completely different than the States. So, you know, how would you, how would, how would you describe it? What, in terms of the corona? And, in, in terms and of the pandemic. Yes, yeah, all so, that. <laughs> okay, it's a bit weird at the minute because, so, I mean, to begin with, you know, I think it's a similar story to everywhere else. You know, there was lockdown in March 2020, two weeks to flatten the curve. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I know what this is about. They're bringing in vaccine passports because I read about this years ago and everyone's like, pipe down, Lisa, stop being a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> 
it's like, no, this is what they're doing, whether it's real or not, this is what it's going to. And um yep. had that like like, oh my God, I'm on my own, like I'm the only one that can see this. And then obviously people started waking up as well. Um, but it was like so to begin with, you know, there wasn't really no one knowing you of anyone getting COVID. You know, what they did, it was relatively mild. But it's bizarre now because we obviously had over here. Oh, I can't even remember whether we've had three or four lockdowns because, to be honest, I've just ignored it as much as I can. Um, but I think we've had like three or four lockdowns, and then we what? were, like, yeah, yeah. So we've had like it's been really harsh over here. Um, like we oh, had, had seven- one, huh? oh, so we had okay, we had the first lockdown. And then we were let out for the summer. And then we had the second lockdown in November 2020. And then we were let out for a little bit. And then there was the next lockdown in January and all the schools closed again. And then they did like a gradual phased reopening. So it was only in July, end of July this year, that they, they stopped all the mask mandates and restrictions. And that was only because allegedly like 90% of population and double vaccinated so they said once people had complied they'd give us our freedom back um so we've had a couple of months of like you know being let out and then and then now they're trying to force everyone to have their third vaccine which is just ridiculous but having said that i do know loads of people now that have had whatever it is whether it's covid or EMF poisoning or whatever it is, there are lots of people. EMF are, poisoning. Yeah, well, whatever it is, there are lots of people <laughs> here at the moment. Um, and not just the vaccinated. Um, my mum has actually been very, very, very ill the last two weeks. And um, mm. I, I, when I was messaging you saying I couldn't get a babysitter because my mum's got the flu, well, um, whatever the symptoms she's had, she, she has had, she, but we've used homeopathy to get her through it. So, um, she's had really low oxygen and, you know, it's been, it's been really bad. Actually, it's been, it's been quite to deal with it on a personal level. It's been eye opening because I haven't had anyone really that I've known at all that has had anything. And suddenly people are getting really, mm. um, so I don't know what's going on. It's weird. Like, and we're having the threat all the time of we might go into another lockdown or will there be more restrictions? And Scotland have now, we've got our own sort of, we're meant to be the United Kingdom, but Scotland and Wales have kind of got their own government, local governments now. So oh, Scotland has just got more restrictions and England, they've said we won't before Christmas, but the rumours are we're going to have an a two-week circuit breaker to flatten the curve. Oh, where have I heard that one before? You know, so I don't know. It's ridiculous. I'm like everyone, you know, 90% of the population apparently have been double vaccinated and they're rolling out the booster and yet COVID has never been higher and more rampant or whatever it is, COVID, whatever. Um, Right. So, the percentage yeah. of vaccination, the percentage of vaccinated people are going up, but at the same time, COVID vaccine, I mean, COVID, uh, um, COVID, I mean, people diagnosed with COVID is going up it's as going well, up. too. Mm-hmm. So how does that make sense? People have lost, people have literally lost their um, ability to think, you know, from what I see. I mean, I, but then again, I don't really now, I'm lucky in that my 
circle of people and friends yeah. are all very like-minded. Because I'm like, who are these people? Do, do they, are they going along with this? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. but I don't know. I don't, I'm lucky. I don't move in those circles anymore. Um, yeah. I feel I feel you on that, Lisa, because I've no one in my personal circle has been affected bad with any with the Rona at all. And, you know, none of my my immediate family, none of my siblings or uncles, aunts. Actually, one aunt did. I'm lying, but I don't talk to her like that. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> but it's 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 so true. You know, it just every the way everything is going, the way they're trying to just force things. Like that's not a conspiracy. Like I don't know what's coming, but. The new world, there's new ways of doing things. Is it's yeah, it's, it's here, it's here, and anything that's before 2019 is a blur. Like Back. we're in a whole we we went through a whole different portal. Like whatever magic they <laughs> created with COVID, like they opened that portal up, and we have walked straight through it. And now you know who knows when we get out this portal. I don't think it's gonna be for the next. How long do you think it'll last, uh, Lisa? How long do you think will be classified a pandemic? I have braced myself for till 2024, but I don't know if you want to share this or not, because I I saw a psychic a few weeks ago and she gave me a bit more of an insight into like bigger picture. And I was like, All right, lay it on us, lay it on us. We need to know. <laughs> okay. So what did she say? She said, but she also caveated conveniently. Then timelines uh-huh. are you know and actually she said they are you know timelines are shifting all the time they're collapsing so it could it's not set in stone but so so she said um covid 2024 2025 that's when it is going to go on until um but she said um there will be more pandemics you know this is just the start of their like new tool um so there will be other pandemics. She said potentially like Ebola-based ones later down the line. But she said, you know, not to, it sounds worse than it is, but she said it's kind of to wake up most of humanity that needs to and those that are awake, you know, aren't going to be affected. Um, she also said that there was something to do with potentially an asteroid in 2026, um, which is trying to be intercepted. And she's because they don't want up, they don't want what's, coming on that us to find it because it will significantly wake up humanity for the better um so they she said if you look subtly you'll start to see things in the news or just things out there about you know asteroids that they're trying to divert or whatever yeah. but she says it's there but she said that is one thing and she said by 2030 oh she said things might get a little bit survivalist for a while I was like, I don't like that because, you know, I'm a five-star girl. And I just want to go live in a woods. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lisa, that's the realest shit that's bad, anyone yeah. has said on conspiracy. I'm bougie myself. Yeah, bougie out here. <laughs> no. oh, I love it. I don't blame you. <laughs> so, yeah, she, we might have to get a bit survivalist for a while. And, you know, make <sighs> um, sure we have lots of books. She said they will try and... Um, get stuff off the internet, you know, useful knowledge. And she said the internet may go down for a while, you know, temporarily. So to make sure all your knowledge is in books. And um, and to, what else did she say? She said um, that community is going to be the thing that sees us through this. Not having land and guns, that we have to have the community there. So to really link up with like-minded people, because that's going to be the most important thing. 
And she said, yeah, by 2029, 2030, the world will be in a completely different place. And she said, it's either going to be absolute heaven or hell, depending on... Lisa! Lisa, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I want to make this podcast big. I don't want to worry about pandemics. Uh, no, but you know, I don't know. Take it with a pinch of salt, you know. No, yeah, no, yeah. I, I totally do. Like, yeah, I, I don't get caught up. I don't like living in a in a prepared state of mind, Lisa. I don't think that's healthy to always be like in preparation of the worst, especially the worst. Like, that's so negative to me. So I just live my life and I take it day by day now. And that's what this, the this what that's what twenty twenty and so now has has really taught me that live in the moment. Yes, I understand you might want to do something right now that's going to benefit you in the future. That's cool. But you're only in control of the now. You're only in control of what's around you. Like everything else is, it's out of your, it's out of your control. So why stress about it? Why be upset about it? Why be with these negative frequencies in your mind and looking at the world like it's corrupt? And it may be like the government is corrupt. But am I gonna be living my life every day thinking like the world's coming to an end? Like to me, that's not healthy. You know, I I look at it from I want to see I want I want this everyone to prevail and hopefully we do get past this. But I don't. That, your psychic sound. She's sound 80% right. Like, I do feel like there's going to be a war coming. Like this War has to happen, I feel, soon. I do feel like we're going to get into like a purge type of thing. It's happening now. You know, the crime rate is rising in L.A., yes. everywhere. Like, people are getting robbed. Like, it's, it's a thing. And people need money. They're not, the, the government's not giving EDD anymore. Like, people, it's going to get crazier. So I can see that being a thing. And what scares me about community, though, Lisa, community scares me because there's always that one person that, that can't sell can't sell everybody out. There's mm-hmm. always that one person that's gonna that someone can infiltrate and it messes everything up for everyone else. And and I've experienced that some you know in 2020 I experienced that. I started moving with community and this person that I was really putting my trust into had a whole exorcism in my house and it messed me up. It was mm-hmm. it was the the scariest thing ever and I and I trusted this person but my intuition and my ego was telling me yo red flag on this guy red flag red flag red flag but because I was on this new journey of trying to, you know, get out of my comfort zone and trying to build a community, I let the wrong person in. And it gets tricky when it comes to community for me. But you do need people with like-minded, like-minded and 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 have the same perspective and ideas and are on the same page and want the just the the best for everyone. But I don't know if we'll get there, Lisa. And that's kind of sad to say, but I don't I don't know. I don't think I I don't know if this is sad to say, but I don't think I don't have that much hope in humanity. Is that messed up to say? No, do you know what? Some days I'm the same, you know, and I think, um, no, I do. I do have days like that myself. I think, oh, my God, we're just absolutely screwed. <laughs> you know, I think some days I think we deserve, you know, almost deserve and we don't. But, you know, I just think we're so stupid as a some mass population, how brainwashed we can be. And I, I, I agree with you as well. Like, you can know about there's always been corruption. There's always been it since the day, you know, since we were Vikings, you know, just invading other people's territory. And, you know, we've always yeah. been like that. And we, if we get so dragged down into all this bad stuff, we will vibrate in that frequency. And yeah. I don't think that's a good place to be in either. So it's almost like, and I said on, an, on another podcast once, you know, I'm vegetarian I have been for 30 years you know I don't judge other people that don't want to be but that's that's me you know and I know about 
you know, I, I know about animal cruelty and all of that, you know, and I, I've made a choice, but I'm not going to sit there watching day in, day out videos of that. Yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. change that, you know, I, and what's it going to do? It's going to make me feel really depressed if I just watch that all day long. So I've done yeah. what I can, but that's as much as I can do. So I feel like that's almost a bit, you know, uh, uh, with the whole COVID thing, to begin with, you know, I was like, wake up, everyone, like, wake up, can't you see what's yeah. going on? But, yeah. but then I'm like, who's being impacted? It's me. And actually now I, my message is more, do you know what? We might have a shit show coming. There's not a lot we can do, but you can learn a bit about homeopathy because it can help you through some really shit, right. you know, health issues at home. And, um, you and know, that's my role perhaps but in this. And, and but, and since I've been following you, Lisa, I've gotten that vibe from you. Like you, you just post, you do your podcast, you you drop the information, but you're not trying to shove it down anybody's throat. And I, that's what I respect about people now that are, that do know truth, that, that do know truth and alternative thinking. That just put the work out, and people are gonna find it, and people are gonna receive it how they how they receive it. But you don't have, to, we don't have to keep trying to convince someone to look at it, look at things the way we look at things. I think that's the beauty about human beings too, that we're allowed to look at things differently. You're allowed to be asleep and be dumb. Like that's that's your given, right? You're here. You can do what you want to do. And if by now you don't see what's going on, I don't think there's any, much I can do for you. Like I, I, I'm, if you can, if you're watching the news every day and you're eating up everything they're saying every single day, and not once have you thought this some bullshit. Not once have you said, hell no, that ain't true. Then I, there's not much I can do for them, Lisa, and, and I've and I've realized that now. You just have to, you just have to learn to love and coexist with them, and that's that's where I'm at with it. I'm having fun. I dumb myself down to your level, but best believe, I can get I can get to it if you want to get to it. Just don't shame me. Don't guilt trip me that I'm putting other people's life at risk, and don't do that because I'm gonna make you look dumb. I, I can do that too. So let's just keep it cordial, you know, and coexist. I guess in this new reality, I don't know what what it is, but it's a clown show for real. It is. And actually, you just reminded me of something else the psychic said to me um, as she was saying that, her words. She said to me, Lisa, you're going to be, you're not an alarm clock to wake people up. I said, you're just going to mm. be there when they wake. You're just you. Yeah, you're there. Yeah, yeah you're, you're already existing, Lisa. You 2016 to now, that's a short amount of time. And you really invested a lot of time into homopathy, right? You've learned the ins and outs of it. You're still learning to this day. You dedicated a whole podcast to it. You talk to brilliant minds to get, you know, you're doing your part. And that's exactly what you need to do. You're coexisting. You're co-creating. You're in your lane. I feel like it's your passion. And people are going to gravitate to it. You're creating the energy. You're authentic. You're a real person. You've had personal experiences. That, that's why you're doing this. You really want people to have this information. And people are the people that need to find this information will find it, Lisa. It's going to come across their eyes and their face and their keyboards and their, I mean, their screens and all that stuff. I hope so. Because you know what? It is, it is one of the things, I think, that can heal everything you know and even like on an emotional I guess one thing I haven't spoken about is this when you said what can it help with it's really amazing for emotional trauma or anxiety or you know a lot of our health issues so many health issues are created in the mind first you know everything I think is created by thought um and then from there things manifest so it's the same with disease. You know, quite often we'll have something happen, a life event, a shock. It leaves an imprint on the body. You know, we don't always right. consciously register that. And we'll get 
get symptoms, you know, as a result of that disease or event that's happened. Um, and homeopathy, I think, is one of the few things that can really help um, deal with that. You know, it, it's, so its scope is so wide-reaching. Um, so, yeah, I just want everyone to know about it. And to, and I think one thing as well, I guess most of your listeners are in the US. You know, I don't think people realise about the history. I'm not sure in, with conspiracies how much of, like, hidden history you've gone into on various uh-huh. um, topics. I mean, homeopathy is definitely one of those hidden history because it was one of the most doctors in the 1800s were homeopaths. And there is oh, even wow. a study of um, Hahnemann, Hahnemann, the inventor of homeopathy. And he was from Germany. And your history is really interesting because a load of homeopaths made their way over to the US in the 1800s. And in the 1830s, there was a community of homeopaths. And the first medical association was actually a homeopathic one. And then um, then about a few years later, there was a sort of more conventional medical association set up. And they said, the conven- conventional guys said, you mustn't socialize with the homeopaths. So there was already this divide starting. And then you may have heard of it, but um, it's the Flexner Report in 1910, Rockefeller. Um, he got an investigator to do this report looking into different modalities. And they basically said that anyone that um, practiced homeopathy wouldn't be allowed a medical license. And that was in like the early 1900s. So there was, it just basically died out, you know, overnight almost. And they, they, there was a smear campaign. And the irony is that Rob Bella had a homeopath and he was quoted as saying, I can't remember the exact quote, but the, the future <laughs> of medicine is homeopathy. Um, but mm. And he was getting into his pharmaceutical um, and chemical like investments, realising that you could get like vitamins and things like that, pharmaceutical synthetically made. And there was a lot more money to be made, you know, in that rather than homeopathy, yeah. which is pretty much free. You can make med- you know, remedies for free. And um, that was it. So I think, you know, that's another thing, just seeing how corrupt there's, you know, so much corruption that we don't even know about. But again, there's not a lot we can do about it, but we can just try and empower ourselves and try and use this knowledge the positive rather than getting pissed off that Rockefeller screwed everything up for us. Actually try and, um, you know, look into directing these things. So if I went to the, if I went to the doctor, uh today lisa and i told them like you know i'm thinking about taking this this approach this uh homo homo how do you say homo homeopathy homeopathy approach what would they how would they would they just be like that doesn't work or would yeah they'd laugh at you really i mean yeah you'd get a few right so my mom had um i'm sure she won't mind me sharing this she had she's she's got like quite a few health issues she was diagnosed with lupus last year and she decided, I don't normally treat family because, you know, you need to be objective, but she doesn't have much money. And I was like, right, I'm going to treat you, but I'm going to like treat you like this is professional, valued, like consultation. So we're going to like, you know, you're not like my mom. You're not going to tell me everything when I see you. And she had amazing results, you know, and it was shown on her blood results that she no longer had um, whatever it was that was showing up for lupus, it, it kind of went normal. And she told her doctor, oh, he said, what have you, he did actually ask, what have you been doing differently? Have you done anything? And she said, oh, yeah, I see my daughter 
she's a homeopath and she's given me some remedies and he did he was interested he made a note and put it on her medical records but that is very very unusual you know normally they'll laugh or they'll say it doesn't work or it's a wow. pill. so um but you don't you know it's one of those things you can use it alongside conventional medicine so it does matter if you even if you are seeing a doctor you know, conventional doctor on medication, you can still use homeopathy. It's not going to intersect and non-toxic. You know, even pregnant women can use that baby. So, yeah. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to get their opinion. Okay. So do the the remedies just consist of herbs, right? Herbs like plants and all that stuff? or uh, That's a good... So let, I'll tell you how they're made because this way homeopathy gets a bit where people in the science community are like well it there's no chemical basis so homeopathy is based on ke- on physics not chemistry so that's the thing so the way it was invented on the way remedies are made Hahnemann mm-hmm. the doctor in the 1800s in Germany a very disgruntled dissolute doctor and he was he was actually a medical writer at the time because he stopped practicing because he was so disillusioned and he was reading about um China, it's um, Chernobyl bark, which is the malaria cure, and the, all the effects, side effects. And so he was messing around because he was a kind of visionary, and he took some of this drug in like conventional drug, and he was like, oh my God, if I take it, it gives me the same side effects, the same symptoms that it's meant to treat. So he said, that's strange. And a healthy person taking this medicine will make give me the symptoms that it's meant to fix. And so he thought, this is, but I feel awful. I wonder if there's a way to make it less toxic. So he started diluting it. And he was messing around. And basically, he, got, he, he diluted it. And I'll tell you how he did that. And he realized it could still heal, but it didn't have the bad side effects. And, and that whole where I said about it treats what it's meant, what the symptoms that it would cause in a healthy person, it causes symptoms it would meant to treat. It's like cures like, which you quite often hear banded around in homeopathy. That's the principle. So the way remedies are made, and this is again how it's completely different from herbal medicine or naturopathy. So in naturopathy or herbal medicine or plant medicine, you know, they'll take the plant and it's the plant or whatever in its crude form. It might be with alcohol or whatever but it's essentially that herb in homeopathy they take the remedy it could be plant it could be animal mineral anything it can literally be anything they've made remedies okay. out of everything and they take one part of that substance so let's talk a uh, common remedy arsenic which is made from arsenic they take one part arsenic 99 parts alcohol and then they succuss it which is they have to shake it and then they, that's a one C. So it's got one part of the original substance to 99 parts. And it's one C for centesimal, which is one to 100. Then they take one of that one C, so it's been diluted, and they do the same thing again. And they, they um, succuss it. They succuss it is called um, where they shake it. And that's then a two C. And they go through that process time and time and time again. By the time it gets to 12C, where they've gone through that process 12 times, there's no molecule left in that remedy. It's complete. There's no chemical molecule. If you look at the pattern and the shape of water molecules, that will have changed. But in terms of chemistry, 
there's no physical substance left. And then by the time you get to a 30C, which is quite often, so it's gone through that 30 times, that's quite often like what you'll get in a health food store. You know, a regular potency normally comes in a 30C. It's gone through that 30 times and it's like one drop of the original Mm -hmm. substance in the entire ocean. And that's where um the you know the scientists will say well it can't it can't work because there's nothing in it and it that's the whole thing it's not based on chemistry it's based on more quantum physics you know which we don't really properly understand we're only just looking into that and if you look at like water has memory and um Dr. Masaru Moto, Japanese um, scientist that did like the, the experiments where he played music to, to water and it changed the shape and you could speak to water and say, you know, you're evil, you're ugly and the water would, the molecules, the pattern would change. And if they did like Buddhist prayer, it would go into a beautiful shape. And these are proper scientific studies. Um, so we're only really just getting to the tip of the earth. Um, but yeah. you know what? I just like in terms of the science bit, you know, I really when I first started out, I really wanted to understand how does it work, how does it work. But then the more I saw that it worked, and the longer I studied for, ironically, the less I cared because it's like I saw it work. I almost didn't need that external validation. I was like, I see it works. I see it works time and time again. I no longer really have that for me personally. That urge where I have to find out how it works um but there are homeopaths you know who do more the scientific research and and talk a lot more about the science and um I actually had you've had your podcast twice um Remy Vega on one of my um podcasts and he basically explained you know how the science behind how how homeopathy works because he's into all the field theory and yeah yeah and he explained I was like Oh, this, this is amazing. Like, you get it. You need to be like the homeopathic translator into how this works based on <laughs> yeah. you know, this really advanced science. And yeah, so basically, to answer your question, they're made from literally anything, but there's nothing. Anything. Yeah, so then they're completely non toxic because it just carries the energy of that plant or the medicine or that disease. Or they can be, you know, you can get remedies made out of diseases or all sorts of things, but they just carry energy, the vibration. And so you're looking to match a remedy based on that individual's vibrational resonance. It's all about resonance. So mm. when you see a patient, that's why you know about everything, like how, what makes them tick, what makes them like work. And, and then like, like if you would, it's not like music, but there's a good analogy. Like if someone came to you, you would think, what mood are they in? What song yeah. is going to really hit the note at that particular mm. moment? You know, and if someone's come to you because they've got a, just broken up with someone, they're going to need a completely different song than if they, you know, their boss. At what work. if they need a playlist? Well, sometimes they do, <laughs> and it's the thing, and sometimes <laughs> you're like, you sometimes they do. Yeah, okay. and the Sometimes with remedies, you need to repeat them. Sometimes it's just one dose, a lot less, less is often more. Um, so, it, But it's really that resonance, you know. And so that's why it's just nothing like plant medicine or herbs. Wow, okay. It's just so working. This, so when it, so home, homeopathy uh, remedies, you don't take them every day like you would take a supplement? Or you just do it when you feel the need to do it? Or how would you 
how would you die um, how would you tell prescribe it to someone yeah so normally um it's not so it's normally less is more sometimes just one dose as and when you feel you need it now obviously if you're seeing a home not you're not going to decide when you need it because the homeopath will prescribe it so okay. with a homeopath you know they'll look at um they've got a, remedies come in different potencies so different intensities you know and you can get a the highest potencies are the most diluted and again remy explains this how why it works okay. it's just like the crescents of it stripped everything else is stripped away so when someone is like showing really pronounced symptoms. So say someone came to you and they were like completely schizophrenic, like, you know, talking to themselves. Absolutely. Like that was it. That was their energy. That was where it was at. You would go in with a really high potency of one of those remedies that have an affinity to those symptoms. There are less of them. You know, there are thousands of remedies. But in that case, you could be pretty certain, you know, this is the one. So you'd go in much higher and you'd repeat less frequently you might just give one and see what happens you know if someone's coming because they've got something a bit more vague like and they've got such pathology you know say someone's coming because um, I'm just trying to think you know they've got like I won't say cancer because we're not allowed technically to treat under the 1939 cancer act you can only treat the individual so let's say something else really severe mm. really 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 severe um uh arthritis you know uh, you would you'd give them symptoms perhaps more for their sorry a remedy more for their physical symptoms you know because it's a layer on on the top so you're trying to kind of clear disease layer before you then go deeper into what's caused it because you know if you go too deep and someone's got like a really severe uh physical manifestation Trying to go straight for the emotional root cause is going to perhaps not end well. I mean, it'll be safe, but, it, you know, you might get some aggravation. So the more unhealthy or the more physical, the kind of more frequently generally you repeat the remedy. So it is really, really complicated. Well, I say it's complicated. There's a it's it's not when you're a homeopath and you've studied it, but in terms of like self-treating these deep issues, you just wouldn't do it because there's there's so much to take into account. But, you know, it, it's, and I think, so my long-winded answer is it's very individual. You know, you would assess the individual, mm-hmm. you would assess where their energy's at, you would assess what it is they're yeah. coming for. Is it really like, is it more physical, a bit more vague, or are you absolutely like, oh, you know, it's one remedy that's screaming out and you'll go much higher and less frequently. Um, so, and, and what's the person's energy like? And are they that's, as well? That, that's why it's interesting because I never, I've heard of anything that like, I never heard of a med- alternative medicine that has to do with like energy-based. Like it's all, that's new to me. So that, that's, and I'm all, I'm an energy person. I know everything's energy, energy lives forever. So that's, that's, do you know, who who made this up again? Who came up with this concept? Harneman. So he he was called um, Samuel Harneman, and he's like was a bloody visionary. You know, he was absolutely so ahead of his time. And if you read like the old books, they're amazing. Uh-huh. Like their viewers, their success rate. I mean, they treated cholera outbreaks and tuberculosis outbreaks and influenza outbreaks, and wow. had much more success than anything else. You know, I think. Um, it's just, 
like uh, so corrupt that it was basically stopped, you know, because of Rockefeller and his um, pharmaceutical industry, you know, and, and then it became, you couldn't, as a homeopath, if you studied homeopathy, you couldn't get your medical license. So, but there is, I don't know if I said, there's a statue of Hahnemann in Washington, D.C. Um, that's how you know, homeopathy is in the history of the U.S., but it's just not known about. And a lot of the um, ho- medical schools were homeopathy schools. So the um, is it? the Hahnemann Medical School in Philadelphia, you know, that's named Hahnemann, um, the homeopath, because it was a homeopathic medical school before they all got converted. Um, so there's little bits of snippets. It's hidden in plain sight, as they would say. Do you, are you aware of the first patient ever? That, ever, that that was ever cured with um with this technique? I don't know if the exact first one. I mean, Hahnemann documents a lot of his cases. Um, so there's loads, you know, how, um, you know, what, how, all their cases. So the original homeopaths, they've got books and books of their cases, you know, and they cured. Okay. And, and mm. I, it was very different back then, though. I would say, not to say it was very different. The difference was people were much healthier, believe it or not, 200 years ago. Not easy to believe. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there wasn't all the toxic shite that we have these days. You had a much stronger Mm. constitution. So I think they treat the way homeopathy perhaps was used slightly different. You know, now look how many vaccines people have. Not everyone is affected to the same way. But, you know, if you're susceptible or not. Um, so sometimes we have to clear medicine layers or vaccine injury, you know, or and, and you can do that. You give. Um, and again, it's something you always do with an experienced homeopath. But you give that you can make homeopathic remedies up out of the drug that caused any issue. So vaccines are made into homeopathic remedies. So there's nothing well you have a you have a remedy for for the for the for the vax yeah i've used it a lot on patients so it come with vaccine side effects um i will and, and it's individual so not always you know right. sometimes sometimes you can just give one of the regular homeopathy remedies and it will mm-hmm. resolve their symptoms stimulating self-healing it doesn't matter which remedy you're using as long as it stimulates that self-healing but sometimes you it's indicated that you need to give the vaccine back as a homeopathy remedy so um i've used it on myself because i have been affected by shedding um so i've treated myself vaccine remedies lots of people i know so um, yeah and that, that's the thing. There's so many different techniques with homeopathy that you can use. And people are going to need it. This is the other thing. Right now, with injuries that are inevitably going to happen, what else can really help them? There's not a lot so, out there. When it, when it comes to like back pains and all that stuff, you can take remedies for that too? Yeah. And it depends what the cause is. So, like, like sciatica. Sciatica. Yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, if it's so back pains, aches and pains things i mean if it's a structural issue you know or it's a posture issue you might need to see a osteopath or a chiropractor to correct that you know so you've got to look at what is what the root cause but it can definitely help you know with the symptoms we say like often you know is there a maintaining cause so sometimes you might get um someone come to you like 
I'll give you an example. Quite often, uh, believe it or not, you know, there are emotions are related to certain physical issues. So repressed anger, you'll often get liver symptoms. Um, women that have a lot of recurrent UTIs, not always, but sometimes it's because there could be a history of um, abuse, you know, or, or domestic violence at home. Quite often that's depressed, that suppressed feeling, the way you've got no outlet and you're being um, abused or I'm not saying everyone that has UTIs has this, but this is you sometimes see this pattern. Um, you can give them a remedy to help for the, that suppression and that emotion they've got. If they still stay in that toxic environment, you know, they're never going to be able to fully overcome that. Because that's the right. thing, we have to look at the bigger picture as well. You know, there is that kind of um, self-responsibility for looking at your life and what is causing mm. those issues, particularly when they're of mental origin. You know, homeopathy can shine a light as to what's causing this or and helping you get over it. But ultimately, you then have to take the steps to change things and yeah. homeopathy sometimes give you the you know the catalyst to make those bigger life changes that are needed um so yeah it can potentially help with most things oh man where have I, how come i haven't heard of this lisa why is it why is it barely what? coming to my attention exactly. I, I feel like i've i've i feel like i've learned a lot of the well, truth telling you know topics and everything like that and this has this is you're the only account that i've ever come across that's that's pre that's you know Strictly talking about this, why? Why do you think that? Why do you think it's been suppressed so long? Obviously, far big pharma, I get it, but okay, I think there's a why isn't there more? Yeah, so one, I think in America, you really don't have any homeopaths. I think there are some homeopathic schools, but I think normally, like it's natural naturopathy. They might be taught a tiny bit of homeopathy, but it's more like first aid at home, use my arnica. You know, it's not like deep studying homeopathy for four years, kind. It's, there's less of that. So I think in America, maybe you're less exposed to it. And because it has been so, um, with the history, you know, it was completely pretty much stopped being practiced because of the history I spoke about. Um, I do think as well, you know, in the UK, the Queen, the royal family, um, they use homeopathy, their primary uh, healthcare. So their doctors are homeopaths. So, you know, it, that's the Prince Charles. Not that I'm saying that the royal family are a beacon of something to be followed whatsoever, but just uh, <laughs> Prince Charles uses homeopathy, you know, for his cows and his farm. So it's more used, but I still think as a profession, it's been quite ridiculed, you know, in the in the scientific community because people haven't necessarily understood science or been able to explain it yet. It gets ridiculed. Right. And I think, um, people have been too scared in some ways to speak up or like, and I think this COVID has brought a lot of homeopaths out of the shadows um, you know, for me, I'm raring to go from the start, but I just think a lot of people they they don't want to talk. They don't want to talk for fear of ridicule. So I think there's a bit of that as well. Um, but like in in Europe, it's funny. I always say that like when I'm I'm speaking to American friends, I'm like in Europe. It's like well, we are technically Europe. We don't really think of ourselves yes, we are. In, in England. We're definitely in the Europe, West. <laughs> we are European, but we don't really. Like, 
categorize them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get um, what you mean, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in Europe, they, they use it lots. Like, so in France and Germany, you know, they do uh-huh. use it more. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know why people haven't heard about it as much. And I think America in particular, you know, hardly anyone's heard of it. So, um, oh, we got so many fat people over here and unhealthy people. Like <laughs> Lisa, Americans, we're like the people from. Have you seen Wally? Wally, you seen the movie Wally? Oh no, the movie I Wally? haven't. But my uh, my husband watched with the kids the other day and was like, "Oh my yes. god!" <laughs> the Americans are the fat people that are on the the chairs that are just floating around. Man, it's hey, we're I don't blame us. But early right now, you were saying that 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 about, so you're talking about Prince Charles or Prince Henry. I forgot who he said that they use it on Prince their cows. Charles. Can you? Yeah. Can you use? You can use. You can use this on your on your pets as well. Yeah, it's amazing. So I've got you know my homeopathy kit. I use it on my animal, my dog. So she, um, I, I've got a cocker spaniel, and she's got really like you know long droopy ears. And the I've other in the picture. Well, yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> so the other year. She, um, I, I took her to a new dog groomer. I don't know what happened. They must have like got something in her ear when they were washing her because it got so infected. I mean, it was absolutely oh, disgusting. Like, I, I, you know, I was, oh my god, what is this? You know, it was revolting. And I thought, going on holiday, my sister was looking after the dog, and I started her on the homeopathy. But I thought I'm going to have to take her to the vets because I can't leave this mess for my sister to sort out while I'm on holiday. You know, I have yeah. to be sure. Um, so I took her to the vets the next day and this vet, I am in quite an alternative area. He was a, he's a homeopath as well. And he was like, oh, it's healing. You know, he was like, cause I showed him photos of how bad it was. And he was like, no, it's, it's really healing. He said, here's some antibiotics in case, which I took just because my sister was looking after her. But you know what? He said, bring her back in a few days. And the remedies had totally got rid of her ear infection. Uh, and that's what? a dog. She loves the remedies now. When I get them out, she starts wagging her tail. She gets oh, to it. Oh, wow. So, I need to do that for my dog. You know, I, yo, you probably could have helped me a lot too during this time because my dog, she had an a, a eye tumor. She was growing uh-huh. a tumor out of her eye. And um, I was spraying, I was spraying kangen water, right? I was spraying 2.5 acidic kangen water on her eye. And I don't know if that helped it, but... She don't have it no more. I, 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 I don't know if it popped or it got deflated, but she hasn't been hurting. She hasn't been in pain. Amazing. But I definitely could have reached out. I could have definitely reached out to you for that. And even right now too, you know, because she had she's having uh, joint issues. She's getting older, you know. So I would yeah. definitely want to start giving her some some remedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, and do you know what? I really think anyone that's listening is like, oh, I'm interested. Or sounds, you know, I really recommend that you just buy a homeopathy kit. You know, I post about this on my page. Like you can get a basic 18 remedy kit um, and they ship them from the UK to, to, to America. But you can get them on Amazon. I'm not saying I necessarily support Amazon, but sometimes the greater need is for people to have homeopathy. So they do that. And they also have a 36 remedy kit. And that one is better because it's obviously got double the amount of remedies in. And it's like, you know, I think it's like $60. That's it, you know, and that that has got, the 36 remedy kits pretty much got most remedies you will need in an acute situation. Um, for, and when I say acute, in case people are like, what are you talking about? You know, I mean self-limiting short illnesses like colds or flu, tonsillitis or an ear infection or a bruise or, you know, something first aid or short 
a short illness. So um, if you um, get a kit, you know, it comes with a little book and you can pretty much learn to teach yourself out of that for those acute things. And I think that's what everyone should do. Like that is almost my mm. goal in, in my life, I think, to make people, because whatever we may go into, we want to think about being positive, that we're going to have the good outcome yeah. in 2030, heaven rather than heaven. <laughs> If we have to get a little bit survivalist for a while, <laughs> a homeopathy kit isn't a big investment. And like, you know, it can really help for these situations yeah. where we might need some, you know, some acute help. So that's what, that's my mission and my goal, like the next year or so is to just, I'm going to get, people are going to get bored of listening to me bang on, but that's what I want. Have you, have you thought about creating your own kits and selling them? No, do you know what? I don't. Uh, I, I need to be more like three D minded when it comes to that kind of. You need of to be thing. more three D minded. You said three D, like more like uh, financially minded. But I'm just like I, I really. That's not my motive for doing any of this. People no. should just, you know, people just need to get the kit. Like, no, I just think buy it from okay. or they or, or as and even you know just to make sure you've got one. Um, so no, I am I am doing some workshops. Just um, that's what you're doing. Okay, that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, just to help people if they you know if they want to know more about it or what remedies to use, just to get because I think once you've got that really basic understanding of the philosophy of homeopathy, you're more confident in then using it for anything because it's like you've got to just get a group of fundamental basics as to how it kind of the principles you know less is more when to repeat that kind of thing and then you can almost treat anything because then it's just looking up what your symptoms are and trying to map the best remedy to that you know and you can look that up in books so as homeopaths we generally do the reason i ask if you're going to create your own is because um do they like can i get scammed for a kit will i will i purchase can i purchase like a bad um no no as long kit? as you no no as long as you buy from like a reputable you know like helios or ainsworth are the two big um homeopathic pharmacies in the uk and they okay. they ship them um to, to to america um without any issues actually i've been finding i've been sending remedies across america without any issues getting through customs so they seem to be going through, but the ones that you get from Amazon are Helios kits and they come like in a cellophane wrap when you get them. So you'd know because it's all Helios, you know, Helios branded. And um, yeah, it, it, yeah. So I think they're fine, but I know what you're saying. But I think generally, um, as long as you get it from a reputable pharmacy, it's fine. There's there's no one in this field yet that's just trying to make a dollar and just come up. There's no like you know there's no there's, there's no, no cons in this in this field yet. No, and do you know what the thing is? You can make remedies for free pretty pretty much if you wanted. So and remedies are so cheap. You know, if you were to buy a remedy, oh, okay. There's no so there's there, that's there's no money to be made. You know, in terms of selling the remedies, you know, you can buy them. A remedy, you know, a single remedy is about five pounds. So like what, seven dollars, you know, and that would last you okay. almost forever. So um really? no, yeah. I mean they've got hundreds. Seven dollars last you forever? Well, maybe not forever, but for a long time, for what? like maybe a year or two, because there's hundreds of pills in like one 
too. Um, oh, so they don't wow. So that's the other thing, you know, it's so cheap. It's uh, that's another reason, you know, people don't be. Why would the pharmaceutical industry want people to have something which is almost free and can heal yourself? Yeah, that's true. Genuinely healthy. Now, earlier you said, you know, you're, you're, you brought it, you're vegetarian. You know, I, I'm, I myself, I'm like 95%, now 98% plant-based, you know, myself. So, um, is there any, um, how do you, how, like, what's your take on this, like the veganism movement? Like, do you think, um, it affects your health? Like, does that, you know, should you take remedies when it comes to eating, not eating animals? How do you look at all, how do you look at that? What's your perspective? Well, I, so, oh yeah, I've been vegetarian for over 30 years. I try and cut out dairy too, as much as I can, um, but I'm also gluten-free. So I'm like the, you know, there's a certain... That's, be- that's good. That's yeah, good. so I don't have, I'm really happy very limited dairy, um, but I'd like to be totally vegan. I hate the veganism movement right now, personally. I despise the way this, uh, like, I okay, so I have... People I know that have like mocked me for years for being vegetarian, but suddenly mm-hmm. have been programmed. They've watched like cow spirits, whatever. <laughs> they know, like cow farts are going to kill the planet. So now I need to go vegan and eat like all this fake processed shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like yes. that. It, you know, they want us to eat this crappy fake. Yes. For me, I, I I really don't like it. But on the flip side, and this is where you can look at good or bad in anything, you know, depending on your perspective. I'm like, well, if more people are going vegan, then less animals are getting killed. Um, so that is actually a good thing. So you yeah. can see it, from, you know. But but the whole it's like, oh, it's trendy. Let's go and uh, let's jump on the bandwagon and all become vegan. So you know, there is. I hate that word too, vegan. I hate the word because people just assume that you're about health and you're healthy and you eat healthy because you're vegan and you can eat like you can eat way worse being a vegan too, you know? So I don't like that word. But I agree. You know, it's, it's thrown at everyone's face. Everyone's people are people are they're stopped. They're, they're they're quitting meat for going to eating soy and processed food, which to me it's worse. Mm. But and I but I do see the I do see it from the animal perspective as well where we're not just killing we're not factory farming is less of that, but I think that's the plan to just everything's already made up everything's already fake why not just feed people fake food you know like it's not a, it's not a it's not a surprise to me but the way they are pushing it the way Michelle Obama hopped on what like she got on the Beyond Meat I think Bill Gates is part like he has some type of yeah. part ownership in Impossible Meats and. There's a reason for all that. There's a reason why Kim Kardashian pushes beyond me. Like, it's not, she's not pushing mushrooms to make some mushroom-based chicken or something. They're saying, go get some beyond and some impossible meat. And it's just, it's not, it's not the best alternative either. And when I eat that, Lisa, to me, that's a cheat, that's my cheat day. Like, when I eat, when yeah. I do eat that stuff, it's like, okay, this is, I'm eating meat today. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't eat that's how I look at it. any of that fake stuff. I'm similar. You know, if I do, it's like, Oh, I feel filthy afterwards. You know, it's just rotten food. But um, yeah, I like you know, it's nasty. Eat, yeah, natural food, and it's like yes. t- as close to uh, you know nature, unprocessed. But but I I don't really I don't think I've ever mentioned on my Instagram page that I'm vegetarian. You know, I just don't. 
Uh, it's funny because I actually I actually had that on my notes. I was going to ask you about veganism and you brought it up, the, the vegetarian stuff. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, you, you kind of, I was going to ask how being a vegan would affect like uh, using the homo- hom- homopathy th- um, techniques. But then you said you're vegetarian. So it kind of just debunked my whole thoughts. Like, oh, well, she's she's good. She do, she uses it. She's vegetarian. Yeah. And it was, yeah, when I was, you know, 10, because I was like, but the, it was just about the animals, you know, and what's really weird is my it seems to be like a family thing my mum went vegetarian when she was five you know and that was what 60 years ago when there was no there wasn't even the word really a vegetarian then and my daughter um my eldest daughter just has refused to eat meat since she was like about three years old just like won't eat it so she's vegetarian so yeah it's good it's like yeah she just doesn't want to she's a little light worker she doesn't want to kill the animals so well, that's already a head start too. Yeah, yeah. Do you see like a pattern with that uh, people that are vegetarian or vegan? Do you do you see a pattern pattern of them being less sick and ill, or you don't, or it doesn't really matter? You I don't, don't know. I don't know actually. I mean, I think it just depends on how healthy your diet is, and mm. I don't necessarily do see so much. I think it is perhaps more like how processed your food is. But I do see. Yeah. I am. Um, talking to someone like this the other day actually and he was like I'm vegetarian I was like what you know and you don't like even I've got my preconceived ideas of who I expect to be vegetarian <laughs> I was like, why don't I even think that you know I was like you should yeah. come out as vegetarian but <laughs> because um, uh, I think there's a lot of push of the western is it um the western price diet there at the moment there's a lot of pushback as well people sort of jumping on that so um, but I was having this conversation with him saying that, you know, a lot of them, um, I don't know if you've gone down the whole light workers reading, you know, what they say about light workers, but how sort of the more ascended you are, the less dense food that you'll want to eat. So that <laughs> you'll gravitate towards not eating animals and you're eating more plant. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. I'm just like, you know, naturally <laughs> a light worker. And so am I, my kids, my family. So no, that was just another idea that I read about. Maybe as yeah, we yeah, vibrate. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, that could possibly be a thing. The more you vibrate, the more, and yeah, because when I when I first stopped eating um, meat and dairy and all that stuff was because of just health reasons, right? As uh, soon as I stopped eating, as soon as I cut dairy out of my life, my whole back, all the acne in my back cleared up. My mm-hmm. face started clearing up, and I I noticed the I noticed the results right away. I I started getting uh, thinner, and just even just eating the cutting off the meat. Less bubble guts. My stomach wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't moving as crazy when I would wake up in the morning. Like it was, I still had it, you know, it was still digesting. It was, my metabolism was still working, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't bad. Like, I'll wake up sometimes with stomach aches to go use the restroom and all that went out the window. So mm-hmm. I, I saw the benefits of cutting all this stuff out. And I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I forgot. But there are, but no, do you know what I think um, that, you know, the health, I have to say, like, I don't know because I've always pretty much been vegetarian, you know, from a kid. So I can't, don't really know any different. But I did strictly go, try going vegan, you know, a year or two ago. And I felt so clean. That's the only way I can ex- explain it. My insides felt clean and like less digested. But, and, and actually, I do, maybe that's something I do just need to bite the bullet. Go for I think it's just moderation, Lisa. Too though, it's just moderation. Like I don't like. 
Because even the way I look at it now, like for the long, I keep saying this on this podcast, but I really have been craving some chicken wings, right? I want some chicken wings. I don't know what it is, but like, is it bad to have it one time? Like, is it, is it the end of the world if I just have some chicken wings tomorrow? Like, I'm not going to go back to eating them every day or every other day yeah. or three times a week. But one time out of the year, maybe, bro, go handle that. Have some fun. But I get like yeah. in this guilty mode. I don't like that. I feel I start feeling guilty. Like I'm gonna mess up my streak. I don't know why. I'm, why am I doing this? I'm gonna fall back into my habits of eating this stuff. I've I've taken this long to discipline myself. And I don't want to fall back into the same patterns. So I fight. I have this all this fight in my head, and and at the end, I'm just like, bro, eat the chicken. We're like, why you make like why why do all that to yourself? I don't know, Lisa. I don't know what it is, but I crave certain things. But I think it's just moderation and balance of things. You know, you just have to balance it. And and juice a lot and detox and constantly be doing that. Not just one time, three times. No, you have to constantly be be uh, resetting your body and everything that you put into your body. And that lately, you know, I am plant-based, but lately I have been eating like shit. I've been eating a lot of mm-hmm. processed food because I picked up a second job. I have less time to cook how I used to cook. You know, I have I have just more, I, my time is more limited and so I have to be efficient with my time. And sometimes I just it's easier just to go get something real quick and save the two hours of cooking plus the hour of cleaning up. Yeah. And you're only eating ten you're only eating ten minutes, you know. So it's so it just, it gets, though, it gets, isn't it? It's the yes. overall balance. You know, like you mustn't it's the holistic approach to eating. You know, if you're gonna like mm. and be so stressed because it's taken hours, when actually cut yourself some slack and don't beat yourself up. Yeah. I think and consume things with gratitude and that like good Yes. Thing and but for it and enjoy it because otherwise what's the point and actually what you said as well don't be attached to labels as well you know it's like yes i'm vegan or i'm this or i'm that it's like it's only gonna upset people more if they really strongly attach to that label i mean they have one-off chicken wings because they i guess it's it's um distorted their view of whether they still can right. that label so i, I was that. doing this podcast I was doing this podcast, you know, shout out to Barbara Briggs. I had her on the show and she, and she really brought to my attention because we're talking about veganism and like and like eating meat and when you want to. Um, and she and and she made a good point. She made me realize, like, are you not eating meat because of an ego where you don't want to mess up a streak that you have not eating meat for this many for this many days? Or are you doing it because you really care about your health? And that's how it made me really think. I'm like, I do care about my health, but a large portion of it is because I don't want to mess up my streak. I like, yeah. and, and it's like that, it's that feeling, feel, feeling better than someone else because, ha, I haven't had meat in four years. So peasant, you're a peasant, you know, it's like, it's like that approach to it. And it's like, she made me realize that I'm like, damn, that's how I really, that's really how I look at it. Sometimes I feel like I'm better than someone because I cut this out of my life and it doesn't make me better than anybody else. It doesn't. And no, exactly. That is exactly it. Like where, where is it coming from? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really sensible. Uh, I agree completely with that. Yeah, so now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna balance it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat, and, and and but it's still hard. Eat those chicken wings when you want. It's still hard. <laughs> I, I I had only two chicken wings, Lisa. I said, let me get just two. I got two, and I I enjoyed them, and I and I like it was like I think it was bad just having two because I've been wanting more since then, but I don't want them so bad to where, oh, you know, actually, you know what's crazy, Lisa? The other day, right? I was in a I was in a cave so bad and just ordered some wing stop. And then I didn't. I ended up falling asleep. The next morning when I woke up, I'm on I'm on my Twitter and I'm scrolling and I see the homie say, Man, that wing stuff fucked up my stomach last mm-hmm. night. 
And I said, yo, it was like a sign. Like, I'm so glad I didn't have the chicken wings because I know that was going to happen to me. I knew if I had those wings, it was going to mess up my stomach because it's a foreign object to me now. Like, bro, what is this? Yeah. Like, we're not used to we're not used to this chicken no more. So I didn't do it. And when I saw the tweet, I said, yeah, that's my exactly. sign right there. My and it's that right intuitive, it's that intuitive eating, isn't it? I think we do have to listen to our yes. rhymes if they if it's calling out for something, you know. So and we are here as well to enjoy ourselves, you know, and not to take it too seriously. That's that part, Lisa. Mm-hmm. That part. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm realizing that. That's why I'm saying, like, I love, I love this journey that I took this last year attaining all this new information, all this growth in my own personal journey to where I'm at now, where it's like, I want to just live my life and be me. And I just want to, I just want to broadcast my interest to the world. And that's what I do on this podcast. And I don't care about convincing people no more. I used to send people things all the time. Mm -hmm. Look at this, look at that. I was in the queue. I was in the queue and on rabbit hole. So heavy. (laughs) I was, I was sending people pedophilia stuff. and And now looking back, I'm like, that's so dark. Why, why, why introduce that to someone's world? You know, why was I that person that was doing that? But I got so caught up in the theater. I got so caught up in the politics. I got so caught up in COVID. I got so caught up in, oh, they're arresting the elites. They're arresting the people. Everyone's stepping down and blah, 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 and this and this and that. And to where I'm at now, where it's just like, oh, the whole thing was to keep me entertained. It was supposed to keep me distracted. It was supposed to keep me in fear. It's supposed to keep me from not doing what I want to do in my life, which is podcast, which is create a platform, which is help other people and show love to people like I started becoming a dark, depressed person because of that. And that was, that's the goal, to have you arguing with other people and it just keep separating, separating and separating to now where I'm just like, let me just hug everybody. I don't agree with you, but let me just hug you. It's, it's okay, bro. It's okay. I keep my comments to myself. You keep yours to yourself. It's fine. Because I understand that not everyone's meant to wake up. And that's totally fine. And I love everybody. I just love human beings. So I don't, I don't really care. We don't have to agree on everything, but we got to respect each other. And you're going to respect me because... If not, we're going to get disrespectful. That's a fact. Yeah, I really love that um, approach. And, you know, I listen to one of your podcasts when I, you know, I'm generally positive. I have the odd. We all have the moment, you know, where we might sort of slip into, oh, God, what world am I living in? And I listened to one of your podcasts where you said something similar uh, and it gave me such, like, strength to think, you know what? Like, the world is what we make it. You know, do we want to go down those? dark places or you know how what what is the good what's the greater good so yeah i'm completely completely with you on that i think it's a really good message well, Lisa, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing on this platform real quick though before we leave. I know Instagram took you down yeah. what'd you do lisa you you say you said too much real shit, huh oh don't you know what that was horrible <laughs> like that deleted because it just locks you out and you go to log back in and it's like nothing happens i don't want to do that so i'm much much more well behaved like now because yeah i i remember that time period where you were you were contemplating just quitting your podcast quitting posting not taking the social media approach and i understand that frustration lisa like like you you build you try to build something up so like so much to where they can just come and just shut it down and make you start all over again Mm. you know so as a creator myself, you know, Spotify took me down. Two months into this podcast, Spotify took uh-huh. me down. I still don't have an answer. They just told me I violated terms and conditions. I don't know what, they didn't tell me what terms and conditions I violated. Yeah, that's what, Um. so that I got deleted off Linktree the other day on my new account. What? Yeah, I know, it's like, what have I done? Like, Linktree? 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, we ain't safe. I know. The thing that I think took me down on my old account was possibly a combination of health, freedom for humanity, which is heavily banned and censored, um, sharing some of their stuff on my page. But there were um, a few homeopaths that got deleted on the same day that I did from the UK. And I think it was just sharing stuff about health and natural healing. And I had I had done a post, I think the day before, on remedies and supplements and vitamin C, you know, that really banned subject mm. of vitamin C. And I think it yeah, was yeah. probably taken down. It was like, Jesus, I can't talk about vitamin C. So I think it was that. So I'm just a lot more... Um, you can't talk about vitamin C? Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Lisa, how do what do how do we how do we disguise the message? Then I guess like, yeah. it, it seems like we just have to get more creative, creative in how to deliver the message. How do, how what? Yeah, do you take do you try to find new approaches to take on social media, or you just don't care no more? Or how? What's your uh, approach um, now? No, do you know what my approach now? Because I was like, oh shit, what do I? You know, I was really like not sure, and I feel like my approach made me more vision, like more tunnel vision in that. The message is homeopathy. So don't get yes. like like sidetracked with memes about COVID or whatever. Like sometimes I do can't resist and one sneaks in. <laughs> yeah. Stick to yeah, the message. I feel it. Yeah, because yeah. also, you know, I think, okay, we don't own Instagram. It's their platform. When I was in my yeah. old corporate job, would I go back into my old office, start screaming out, COVID, you know, or whatever, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> We're run by elite, like satan- satanic, satanic. Yes. You know, that was me. That was me. That was definitely me. Forum, would I? Yeah, but that's so now I'm like, okay, I've got to play by Instagram's rules because it's their, yes. it's their place, not mine. You know, so mm-hmm. we have to send people to Telegram or get podcasts or our own website. You know, I think we just need to be a bit smarter about where we store our information but and realize when it's on instagram it's not ours that is the sad truth it's theirs honestly honestly lisa none of these platforms are ours that's why i always tell people when people get mad it's like bro that that this ain't this isn't your house Mm -hmm. like you get mad that youtube take you get mad that youtube take you down this isn't your house like you're playing by someone else's rules so if you want to be here you know tighten up (laughs) i'm sorry it is what it is yeah, no, exactly. You know, put it on your website or your own space. But, you know, exactly. That I feel I've learned no, that lesson the hard way. So but I'm no one gonna... but no one goes to the websites. That's the yeah, thing. That's Everyone's used to going to a YouTube. Everyone's used to going to a Twitter, to an Instagram. So if you want your stuff to really be exposed, it has to be those those platforms, those you know? Platforms. But you need to have to be smarter than them. Be smarter than them. Use different words. Use different keywords yeah. to, you know, to, it, you just got to stay, you got to be more creative and it is what it is, but it's not your house, bro. You can't come into someone else's house and start talking all this noise and they don't like what you're saying. They're going to kick you out. And that's exactly what they do. You don't own it. When you sign up for all this stuff, you got to read the fine print. You don't, none of us read it. We just put accept terms and conditions. Let's go. <laughs> but we don't own any of this thing, any of these. At the end of the day, they could shut down the internet, right? They can shut down yeah. all this shit, so we don't own any. We're just participating in it. And earlier, when you said the psychic said that the internet might go down for a little bit, that's one thing that I don't agree with because I feel like if the internet goes down, Lisa, the brainwashing is gone. Like the spell is mm. done. You can't cut off the media. You can't cut off the phones because people are gonna yeah. start talking in communities again, and that's the worst. That they, oh, they're gonna wait, go. Awesome. They're gonna send us. Yeah. They're gonna. 
Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. But I, I thought about that because, you know, following the Q stuff, they said, oh, the three days of darkness is coming and all that stuff. I fell for it. I thought it was going to happen Easter weekend, and it didn't. Yes. But looking back, it's like, there's no way that would have that would that would have worked because that's the only way they have us hooked. That's the only way they have our louche is by having us distracted by all this, all the the negative stuff, all the 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 the, the shootings and the stabbings and the killings. The I mean, that's how they have us distracted. Every day is something crazy happening. If they turned it off, we're finally gonna start thinking for ourselves, and that's not yeah. good for them. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know oh, anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're completely right. You're absolutely, yeah, 100% right. I'm just going to keep podcasting in the meantime, Lisa. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, do, definitely. Keep up the good work. Oh, Lisa, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for taking time out. Uh, it was an amazing episode. I learned so much from you and... I never knew nothing about this, like, to this extent. I don't know it was energy-based medicine, basically. Like, that's that's a whole different level. Yeah. You got me hooked. So oh, I'm a def I'm definitely keeping my eye out now. I'm going to, I'm going to apply it to my dog, help her out with her bones, her joints and all that. So if I have any questions, I'm definitely reaching out to you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been lovely to chat. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And I have, I have everything in the description, so you don't have to worry about it. I have your website, your podcast link and all that stuff. So like, no, I was going to say shout out your stuff, but we'll have it all included for them just to click. It'll be easier that way. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, Lisa. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I appreciate you. You have a blessed day, okay? And you. Bye. Bye. Sheesh. I'm telling you, man. Chris that Brissy, was crazy. <laughs> Chris Brissy coming to an end. but I, And I'm really sad Chris Brissy coming to an end because as of late, these episodes that I've been dropping with the Wednesday episodes... It's not a conspiracy approach no more. Like, we're talking some real shit. Yeah, facts. We talked with Abasi last week. We talked with Marty Souls the, 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 last week as well. Um, that was some real shit. We talked with, what's her name? Um, we talked the, the, with Menorah. Menorah. That was some real Jeez. shit. Like, oh, my gosh. We talked with Pyramid Realm. He talked more some real shit. Like, mm-hmm. everyone I've been talking to, like, we haven't been taking these out-of-this-world conspiracy nah. things. You know, it's really been, like, it, how it affects everyone directly. And I'm kind of sad that we're about to end this shit, but... Oh, we've been dropping some heat right now. <laughs> oh man, when when uh, me and Dennis were talking about this on the Good Brothers show, uh-huh. when uh, when Chris Percy does come back, it's gonna be on a paywall. Mm-hmm. We're not giving you free episodes no more, Chris Percy. Chris Percy is a hundred episodes in already. You're gonna have a hundred episodes to just as a, as a as a as I guess as a how do you say like a trial, like a warm up. If you like what you hear this, these for these hundred episodes, sign up to the Patreon. Yeah, and that one I'm I'm we're gonna give you just whole different uh, vibes, but. Conspiracy brand is not going anywhere. It's just the pod just coming to an end. I'm I'm not inspired no more. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not forcing it all the time, but I do feel like I don't want to look for guests anymore. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm not I appreciate all my guests hundred percent because everyone I have been asking lately is people that I've been wanting on the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm appreciative of them coming on. But there was a point in time where I was just reaching out to random Instagram accounts and just trying to get them on or Twitter accounts trying to get them on and and that's it didn't seem authentic to me. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, I, I just want to go back to potting how I used to pod. Uh, I'm excited to bring back, not bring, well, I yeah, bring back my old show for sure. Yeah. That's coming back. Overly Blunt Podcast is coming back. I don't know when, I don't know when, 
But what's coming next is me and someone else linking up. I got a, me and another entity are linking up, and we hey. have a, we have a new show coming for you guys that That's dope. we will announce in the near future. You know, just yeah. just 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 stay tuned. Just stay, stay tuned. tuned. But yeah. I appreciate all the listeners, man. Episode ninety six. Shout out to Lisa too, cause. Shout out to Lisa. I, ne- I didn't know about homopathy. Like I, I keep saying it wrong, huh? Homopathy? Hom- homeopathy? Yeah, she was saying it a little different. I don't know. Like, <laughs> homop- I, that's why I kept avoiding the word. I'm like, I don't want to keep saying it wrong. <laughs> Fuck. I feel it. <laughs> but what I appreciate about my platform, Amy, is that, because even when she asked me, oh, can you send me like some of the questions you might be asking just so I can get a little, uh, yeah. like a, just to be prepared? Um, and I just, or she's like, oh, we're going to free, are we going to just freestyle it? And I said, it's going to be a little bit of everything, you know, yeah. like, um, I do want to freestyle it. I do want to free flow, but I'm going to have my notes. And at the end of the day, like I, I told her, I'm like, I just want our worlds to collab. collab. It does. And it, and it, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It super flows. Mm-hmm. So she's talking her stuff. And then I, I you know, she, she came into the conspiracy world. And I, and I even noticed it because she's having more fun. She's laughing. She's mm-hmm. she's, she's sharing different stories. I seen her when she does her pause. Like when she does her pause, it's, it, she's, it's about the, the guests that she has on. So it's, she's not, it's not really the focus is on her. So right now, like the focus on you, let let you shine. Let's see what you about. And you know, I didn't know how her story was. I didn't know how she got into it because of her daughter and Sheesh. something affected her directly. Mm-hmm. Like I told her, like this is what I tell people all the time. This is why, like, people don't give a fuck about what's going on, and people are only gonna care when it affects them. When they lose someone that, when they lose someone that's gotten the the, the jab, and it kills them, then that's when they're gonna be like, man, fuck the jabs. I don't want. Yeah. I'm not getting that. You shouldn't get that shit mm-hmm. because it affected them directly. But if everyone around them is gets it and they just get sick and they get better and they don't die, to them it's like, oh, well, everyone took it. I'm gonna go, you know. It, it, that's just how the that's just the way we are. So, shout out to Lisa. That was a good episode, man. Shout out to London. I learned a lot. Shout out to London. Shout out yeah, to London, man. That for real. Was dope. For real. For real, that man. Dope. Shout out to her for mm-hmm. real. Definitely. We were all, we were international today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Technology crazy. You can just get on a Zoom call like that. Talk to someone in the overseas and shit. Yeah. Man. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great New Year's. Uh, we uh, well, Friday's New Year's Eve. Hope you guys turned up. The Good Brothers will be here on Friday, so don't even trip. We got y'all on Friday. We'll be turning up with y'all for a little bit, <laughs> and for the hour, if you guys want to listen to, or whenever you listen to it, but we'll be there for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, conspiracy will end January fifth. That is the last episode. And I'm I'm sad, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Subscribe. Um, even Definitely. though even though the show is gonna come to an end, just subscribe to it, please. And just leave a review, leave a comment, do all that. Please, 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 please. And if you if you fuck with me and you support the show, conspiracy.com. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy.com. Um we're not gonna stop dropping merch. So Merch is definitely coming for conspiracy. Like I said, the brand is not dying. The mm-hmm. podcast is coming to an end, but the brand is not dying at all. We definitely got stuff up our sleeves. We got a lot of things in the works. And shit, Amy, you saw something out there in the living room earlier. Yeah, you saw a little sample of something. So, I loved it. Yeah, we work. We working on things, and it's and uh, it'll just drop when it drops. And uh, hope I'll get better at promotion. I'm trying to get Amy to do my video. <laughs> <laughs> we get in there. We get in there. We get in there. <laughs> Why, well, right, Amy? I think that was. I think it was a good episode. Definitely, definitely. Uh, any last words you want to tell these people, real quick? Buenas noches. <laughs> <laughs> Buenas noches. Diaz evening. Yep. Whatever time of the day you listen. Whatever. Listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for everybody. Thank you, Chris, for having me here, dude. You know, Amy, thank you, you, man. You came through last quarter of conspiracy, basically. Yeah. You've been here since when? What episode? You remember the first episode? The Pyramid, the Pyramid Realm was episode what? Eighty or? 
was in the 80s or the 70s? Yeah, I think it was in the 70s. So you've been here for the last couple episodes. Last yeah. two months? Yeah. I think months, it's yeah. been, yeah. Yeah, so I appreciate Crazy. you. I appreciate you. And <laughs> and we're just gonna keep building because yeah, hopefully, hopefully, video. hopefully you're not done with me because we got <laughs> I got we got more work to do. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. We got more work to we do. Here, we got, we here. I want to shine, man. I want to shine. And it's so crazy how the universe works, you know? Like, Definitely. I don't want to talk too much about my, my second job or what happened. I'm not going to say it because yeah, yeah. I finally told them that I pod. So if I start listening, I don't, I'm not trying to be burnt and you know, do all that. But <laughs> no, yeah. it's funny how the universe works because someone at this at my second job she definitely knows about like llc's and business-wise and things like that and that's definitely the oh, move okay. for this year so it's crazy when you don't really when you don't voice what you're doing to people because like i, I didn't go into my second my new job talking about oh i'm a potter i do this and i'm not ashamed of it but it's just i'm not that person that just goes into it saying oh you should check out my podcast and yeah and maybe i'm losing because of that maybe i'm losing because of that. i don't know but that's just not me that's not that's not in my person and um and obviously the way conspiracy is based and the way it's about truth telling is just alternative thinking. I don't want to be on people. I don't want to rub people off the wrong way yet. You know, I just came into this place and I don't care if they like me or not. But I just don't want them to start treating me a different way just because yeah, my views, sure. my opinions. You know, like I'm at work. I don't yeah. not, like. I know y'all not paying me directly. Like it's not you paying me, but still, like I don't just don't, I don't like that vibe at work I where mm -hmm. like all oh, this fool fucking conspiracy theories and blah 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 blah. So I always keep it to myself when it comes to the thing the, the the pod. But it's crazy when you do voice yourself and say like, "Oh yeah," because because someone because one of them, one of the supervisors asked me, she's like, "So like Chris, like how long like how long are you gonna use this for? Like you're only here for just like the 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 season and the the holidays." And I said, "I said nah, you know, I just gotta I gotta I gotta pay off some shit." And we started we started talking about some other shit, and then eventually I told her, "I'm like, well, honestly, the only reason I'm still here is because I got a whole studio. And I'm trying to pod." And uh, she, said, "Oh, you got a podcast." And she goes, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I got Sick a whole studio. studio. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, she goes, what? So I finally told her the, the podcast was, uh, was called. She's like, send it to me. And I'm like, just type in Chris Percy. It's so easy just to say Chris Percy. Like, yeah, just type in. <laughs> and, um, and if it spreads at that job, it spreads. And maybe it'll benefit me if it spreads at that job because it's young people. Oh, shoot, that part, dude. And young people are like, right now, they're, they're creatives. You know, people are like, yes. they look at the world completely different than the old heads. When I'm at when I'm at my first job, my, my first job is more old heads. So they don't they look at the world still with the with the old lens. Whereas yes. go to work, go do this. They don't look at it trying to get trying to get trying to monetize your platform, trying to get your followers up. So I get that. When I'm with the young cats, they that's what they're all about about that's posting they're everything. All they're all about, about looking fly and all this yep. shit. So to me, they yep, get. Yep, yep. I know I'm still young. I'm 28. I know I'm yeah, young. Yeah, we young out here, shit. But. Shit. <laughs> But when you have a, when you talk, when there's a 19 year old and 20 year old, that, yeah, it's a whole nother vibe. Yeah. When you talk to a 19, 20 year old, total different fucking vibe. Yeah, I remember Straight when up. I was that age and I was feeling myself. So that's Definitely. what I'm saying. Like, damn, they're, 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 they gave me that nostalgia of like, damn, y'all act like how I was. Like, I gave a fuck about how I was dressed and shit. Like, I gave a fuck about all this stuff. I still do, but they try to be all flashy yeah. and like, you know, try to look good for the bitches and shit like it's that. It's different. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. We really move different now. It's, yes, we really do mature. You move, start moving different. Yes, so. Yes. Now that I, now that that I've uh, I've, I've unlo unlocked I mean uh, let go of the secret, mm -hmm. hopefully some time start some time coming on board because when I talk to people now, it's funny because I can tell who could be a good potter. Mm -hmm. I can tell who'd be good behind a mic, and mm -hmm. they may have no experience, right? They may not that not, that may not even be may even be in their mind, but they just be funny. The shit they be saying, the jokes they be saying, the way they be witty with words and shit like that. And yeah, when you have a mic mic in front of you, it's totally different. You get shy, yeah. you get you get whatever, but once you once you get over it, you start being yourself on the mic. It's, 
certain people just it, it's it, a whole vibe. Yeah. yeah, when you get comfortable with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I have I have just so many ideas for who I want to uh, embark with me on this on this new journey because I do want co-host. I don't want to do the more of I'll do a Zoom call. Don't get me wrong, but I need that energy, that personal energy. So much better to have someone here in studio. Like when a bossy pulled up, fire. Mm-hmm. Yo, lights went out and shit. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was hilarious. Yo, I was watching the, I was watching the oh, video footage of it, you- <laughs> and that shit happened in the video footage. That shit was crazy. We were like, "What the fuck, dude?" And we were jamming too. Like we were in the, we were in the, the vibe. Like. Oh man, it was like mid song, huh? Yeah, it was mid song. That was hot. Oh, so hot. That shit could have fucked up the mixer. That shit could have fucked up yeah, a lot of so shit, Yeah, so many dog. things. It was, it, it, didn't it was a out. glitch. Yeah. It was a glitch. It, was like, it wasn't just like boom out. It was glitching for a cool minute. Yeah, that's, yeah. that shit was wild. And it was, that day was raining extra hard. It was pretty bad that day. Yeah. Um, What was I saying, though? Just that? having that in-home, like that studio, like having that person come in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then... And I yeah, I have fun. I enjoy them. So I I I, I need that personal that personal that touch again. Yeah, for sure. Just coming I here agree. and breaking bread with people, you know, taking some shots, drinking and talking before you do the pod, you know. Because mm-hmm. when you do the Zoom ones, it does feel like, all right, let's get to it. Yes. Because you know, like all right, let's it, go. And, and, and then also like depending on where they're at. Like, you know, like Menorah was in like New York mm-hmm. and then she's in London, yeah. you know, like time differences and all this shit. You know, it's like it does affect like the structure of the episode and the flow. Yes. Like what you're trying to say, yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. Like versus having them here, we're chilling, we're talking, and then, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, I just try new I just try new things. So that's why I'm like, oh, just say record it. Let's, let's, let's talk before we bring her on and stuff like that. So Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. But <laughs> yeah. I appreciate everyone listening. ChrisBrissy.com. Yeah. Um Tap happy, in. happy New Year's. Hope everyone has a blessed New Year's. We will, Good Brothers will be here on Friday. So do not trip and just go listen to the other episodes. I've been dropping some heat lately. Like we really have been dropping some heat. I've been dropping heat for a long time already. But as of lately, I honestly feel like it's some of the best episodes of Chris Bercy. And hopefully you guys are enjoying it. And shout out to Build Every Day. I don't know. I don't know your real name, bro. I just know your Instagram name is Build Every Day. But I appreciate you so much because you definitely, you there every week. You let me know, like, bro, like, yo, there was people that don't, like, they don't want, they don't want this shit to end. I had, like, three people that was like, yo, Chris Bruce is really coming to an end, like, bro. And, and I said, damn, that's wild how, I don't care if it was just one person that said it. Yeah, just having that one person say, that's, that's dope. That's dope, but it's like, man. You have a few, though. It's just, it's just. Just wait. Like if you all if y'all love conspiracy, just fucking wait because I haven't even done everything that I wanted to do with this show. Wait. Just fucking wait. Like conspiracy was amazing. It grew. It grew. Like just my my exposure. It grew my platform with very minimal promotion, which is crazy to me. Like y'all tapped in on a private level. Y'all tapped in privately as well, and I understand that. But mm-hmm. people tapped in, mm-hmm. and that should be just be wild to me that. I don't know where I was going with this. Just wait. <laughs> That's all we gotta say. Just wait. Y'all Just got you about to see some shit. Like, Just it's wait. About to be dope. New shows, new everything coming yeah. through. Like I'm not like I'm not like just because conspiracy is over doesn't mean I'm done partying. Like this is I love this shit. I no, fucking man, love this natural. shit. So. It's just about just making it better and bringing in new, yeah. just new elements, new show ideas, new all that shit. And I don't want to be boxed in. So that's the thing. That's why conspiracy is it's it's a whole it's it's a box. It really mm-hmm, is. It's mm-hmm. a box. It has to do with truth telling with alternative thinking 
with conspiracy shit, spiritual shit, and I like that it's just based on that. That don't mean that when these new shows start coming, you're not gonna get any of the any taste of any flavors of that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna still give you all the flavors, but I'm not gonna be extra burnt high in with it now because I do want to build something up and and um, I just want to appeal to more people. I want to to, to a wider demographic. I do want to appeal to the to the people that are not woke and 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 you know up to par with all this shit. Like it don't matter. I don't care no more if people sleep or not. I really don't. Like just be let's just all be good human beings. Let's all just start radiating with love. Like. Fuck yeah, like just fuck all that hating shit. Fuck all that. Like it's cool if we're not on the same page. It's cool if we're not on the same page, but we can be in the same book. We can be on the same book. We can be different chapters. It's cool. Like we don't have to agree on everything, dog. And I and that's where I'm at with it now. Where it's just like let's coexist. Let's create some dope shit. And I and I love tapping in with every community. So I want to talk to everyone. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to the vegans, to the to the to the stylists, to the to the barbers, to the bottle yes, service girls, dude. to like to everyone, bro. Like the DJs, the artists. I want to talk yes. to everyone again. And I couldn't do that on conspiracy. Makes sense. The yeah. only the only artist I reached out to, damn. Actually, I'm not gonna say that because I'm gonna try to do that for the hundredth episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, guys, <laughs> I'm babbling at this point. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey. I will see y'all next week. We out of here, man. Conspiracy, Chris X, Matt, peace. Peace. Your folders in your bags, it's the end of class. Good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And grab your folders in your bags, it's the end of class. Good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And